0: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech.
1: You are now listening to the hottest true crime podcast in the street.
2: Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Cell Evans. Oh,
1: yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman.
0: Yeah,
2: man, I'm
3: the mailman, can't you tell, man, gonna post it. A- Fran, what's going on, man? What up, man? Nothing much. Chilling. Good day to be alive. <clears throat> always.
2: Happy to be here. What's going on with you? Not much, man. Uh, Sierra... This is by the time people are hearing that she is back. Sierra has been out of town for the last week. I've had the house to myself. I've been ordering food out the yin yang. I've been, in, uh, you know, enjoying my time of solitude. But also, you know, it, it comes to an end where you're ready for some some companionship and to yeah. be in the house. <laughs> um, my low point was I took about four fried Oreos to the face after a meal of boneless wings and curly fries. I was not very proud of myself. Wow. It was very delicious, but it was one, you, you ever eat so much food where you're like, what a what am I doing with myself? Yeah, you know, you're just like ashamed. Yeah, It was a very gluttonous night, but there's nobody to here to regulate me. Yeah, and say, are you sure you want to order food? There's food in the fridge. Yeah, there's nobody here for that, so I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, un- I'm unleashed, man. Yeah, have you been to the gym? No, I, I mean I do my jump rope. Oh, okay, I don't. I'm not going to the gym. The gym. Have you been to the I gym? I mean, Have you done workout at all? No, no I, mean, I know no, you work out yeah, here and yeah, there. Yeah, but... I, I, I I do my jump rope. I try to at least jump rope about okay. three three times a week. I won't be going to a gym anytime soon. Yeah. I don't know what these rules are. I don't know yeah. if I can work out with a mask on my face. I don't I think there's limits on how many people can go in. It's yeah. just some things. Is this this phase thing is some shit shouldn't be open yet man yeah. people out here taking hookah to the face after eating some wings some jerk chicken wings <clears throat> you know it, it, people are risking their health and their life for you know uh bex beers and hookah man it is yeah. insane i don't understand what's going on with people man you can it's, it's not that big of a deal yeah you don't need to go to the club right now people people want to go back to normalcy yeah. it yeah. ain't happening if 2020 could teach you anything it's that it shit is at least for the rest of 20 can we try to Let's just try to be common, decent human beings for the rest of 2020. And then 2021, we can start addressing, all right, well, we need, you know, music venues need to open back up and, and, and restaurants and this. We haven't even really gotten through the next wave when it gets cold again. Yeah. Well, times are different now. People are just like, nah, man, just, it's just normal now. Live with it. I seen a lady, a lady, I saw a video somebody posted at a, uh, like a carryout spot. Yeah. They require masks. The lady said, fuck that, came in to pick up her food and people were kind of judging her and she called them antifa and liberal democrats okay it's like what does that have to do with wearing a mask yeah. it's just become so political and crazy man i don't understand what wearing a mask makes me a, like a sheep or a cuck yeah. or like a i'm a i'm a leftist uh whatever you know it's crazy man they've, they've politicized public health man yeah. <laughs> it's crazy yeah and with all that going on now they want to argue about kids going back to school in the fall
3: yeah you know six is open
2: that's crazy.
3: Yeah. Man. It's like you 50% wanna, capacity. You
2: gonna risk dying over the colossus?
3: Hey man. Come on, man. That's that's crazy. People wanna people wanna be normal again, man. They wanna go to amusement parks. They wanna go to get uh, sports events. Just wanna imagine, go, back to normal, go to the club.
2: Imagine, imagine going to a baseball game right now in this climate. You yeah. go and you you try to you tap the mustard when you buy your glizzy yeah, and man. now you got coronavirus. It's nothing it's nothing it's nothing like a
3: ballpark glizzy, man. I get
2: I agree <laughs> with that but I don't understand why people can't just go well we just can't do ballpark franks for a little bit they're like no we, that is too far. Yeah. We need to be able to go to the ballpark and, and in person and eat hot dogs and touch all the
3: condiments that are all publicly out on display. I would assume that they're going to change that up, but I don't know. But people got their stimulus checks. They want to go out. They want to They don't shop on Amazon. <laughs> They've got new outfits and shoes and shit. People want to go out, man. And the time will come. <laughs> I, I understand the fear
2: of not being able to fit that dope outfit that you bought. They, people it, start sitting hanging up Yeah, yeah man. So they ready to wear it now You never know Tomorrow is never promised You might eat the wrong thing And now your hips too wide To put the skinny jeans on I know they're brand new They still got the tags yeah. Hanging on them But it's just We just gotta make This adjustment for but, a little but bit But you man. just made
3: my point though Tomorrow's not promised So they're like Man I need to I need to get out Expeditiously Yeah but you know Even more when
2: Tomorrow's not promised
3: <laughs> If you catch that Rona And you pass away Well hey Case in point if, this they, dude, if, there, if they got a chance To wear that outfit I'm sure they found with that You gonna die over an outfit <laughs> <laughs> Over, a, I I f- over me, a fit, over a fit. The first they got the they got the Flint Jordans I that don't came give out. A man. Shit about
2: Flint Jordans, or, <laughs> none of that, man. I don't care. Just stay in the house, man. It's it's fine, bro. Six Flags will be there next year. I promise you, they made enough money to make it six months. You ain't see the Dior Jordans that came out. The, you can wear them in the house, man. People don't Put want them that. on it. You are you are in a happily re- relationship with with two kids at home. Let your kids and your girls see your I Jordans. I didn't say me. Let them see your Jordans. I didn't say me. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> you saying outfits and all this type of shit. I but, don't care. I got a bunch of shit I didn't bought, but all these this sales. This what people, this is what people are buying though,
3: man. That's what they're buying. They buying this stuff and they want to go out and they want to be seen, man. Get some pictures for the gram. They gonna be seen at their funeral. Hey, Amen.
2: I don't even know if that's, if you be seen at your funeral. I don't even know if they have a still, you know, how, how the funeral situation is working right now. Yeah. Anyway, man, as we've just been discussing, you know, they're, they're trying to talk about this return to normalcy. What are you and Stephanie discussing right now pertaining to school
3: in the fall? Uh, I don't think Sophie's going to be going to school until um, kindergarten, so next year.
2: Oh, okay, year. cool. Okay, so yeah. you're not even in, in that concern range uh, right now. All right, okay, yeah. cool. Because okay. she'll be just
3: going to pre K. I didn't even know you don't have to go to school we we'll have to put him in school for pre K. Yeah, man. What are you I doing in pre K just napping? Yeah, that's that's, it, that's, that's just daycare basically. Yeah, that's that's basically what yeah, it pre-K is. Pre so K just like daycare basically. It's like since she goes to the private school, we Catholic school we're money, so mm-hmm. it's like, nah, let's just Yeah, we'll hold off on we'll it. We'll get so, a babysitter and then she'll wait till she go to kindergarten and boom. I, I I like that. Yeah, I like yeah. that idea. And obviously
2: people have more you know, if you have a ten year old, twelve year old, seventeen year old, you're going to situation. college, it's a different yeah. situation. Um, but I don't think I don't think it it is uh, crazy for people to have pause in sending their kids to school in the fall. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm hearing these politicians say stuff like, the kids need to learn early that, you know, that life is just decisions and life's hard. Risk and all that. Risk things, and yeah. it's like, risk dying? Yeah. Kids should learn that, hey man, I could die,
3: but fuck it. They should learn that at 10 years old? Yeah, who was it? The U.S. Uh, education leader or whatever whatever the proper name is. She uh-huh. was just like, you know, it was risk. <laughs> it's not verbatim, but she said the risk is... Uh, is there's risk in riding a bike, and risk in you taking a, a ship to the a rocket ship to the out of space. It's always I done risk. Heard so many it's, flawed it's arguments. It's risk. I done heard. It's always risk. I've, so she said she think it's worth the risk of kids going back to school.
2: I've heard just so many flawed yeah. arguments, man. It it, it really is is pretty crazy. Yeah. the times that we're living in right now. I, I just the the logic of you know, well, you know everything's everything's difficult i mean you could die you can get hit by a bus tomorrow it's like that is not the same thing as what we're this is something that you can you can try try to prevent you know it's it's not the same thing it's just it's just crazy man but um that took the wind out of my sails because i thought that she was more it was more of a decision (laughs) i didn't know it was gonna be as. as, i don't have any kids so i I don't have a take on it if i had a kid i probably wouldn't send them to school. A month from now, you yeah. know, especially the cases are rising every day. So I'd love to hear people's thoughts on that. Um, everybody's, it's everybody. it's it's an individual decision, I think. And but I think that the prop at the very least we need to be having a discussion about putting the proper measures in place. Yeah, I don't even hear that discussion happening. It's just go into school or not. What are we gonna do? Are we separating the desk? Are we cutting the school size, the class sizes down? Are people wearing masks? Is lunch? You know, gonna be prepackaged. Yeah. What? Are, how about that? And then that'll give people more confidence in deciding to send their kids back to school. But just saying, nah, parents, listen, you got to send your kids back to school. Risk is risk. Some kids
3: are gonna die. Yeah. I think it's different between, um, you know, family to family because some parents. Now I'm not casting judgment on on parents, but I'm just saying that some parents is like, well, they look at school as being. Essentially a daycare. Right, it's right. It's just like they, they, I, need my, I need I need my them time. out of the house. of the house. They need to be in school. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I can't mean, be taking like, care of these kids all day. Yeah. I mean it's like, and I hate that. I hate I hate hearing that shit. It's yeah. like, what? What are you what are we talking about? Your
2: kids? <laughs> like, you can't take care of your kids? Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I I, I don't wanna I don't wanna like, you know, cast disparagement on people that got, right. you know, yeah, multiple yeah. kids and it's hard. I get that. But yeah. if 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 the if the worst case scenario is like your kid could go to school and get really super sick, Yeah, especially when when you look on the when you look on the Internet and I'm not saying the Internet is a great judge of everything, but the cases of people thinking this shit is a hoax and not real is more common than I would like to see it be. Yeah. And those are the kids that you're gonna, your kid's going to have to go to school with. Yeah. Parents who before all this were anti-vaccination, yep. and, and now they're like, no, my kids don't wear masks. We They, they go to the playground, and they play with the kids. Yeah. And they lick their hands and climb on the monkey bars, and they do all this to lick the lick the slide. And the, Kids are gross, man. Yeah. So why would I want to send my kid to a school when I know there's a contingency of people and parents and adults all across the country that are like, that shit's bulls. It's not even real. Hey, son, go out there and lick that kid's back right now. Yeah. They're having coronavirus parties, man. There are people, you know, 17 to however old getting together in basements and like whoever gets coronavirus, you lose. Really? Yeah. <laughs> shit is I wild. That, Yo, man. People are stupid, man. Yeah. 2020, I've already, I always believed that the human race is pretty dumb, but 2020 has got me out here like, oh, this shit needs to come to an end. Like yeah. this shit is hopeless y'all are out here acting a fool and your your logic is wild and I just don't have time for it, man. 2020 is um, has got me sick and tired, man.
3: Yeah, man, I mean...
2: Now, Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith out here getting in entanglements with, with uh, mid-tier R&B singers when you're dating, when you're married to Will Smith.
3: I don't want to talk about that.
2: Just, <laughs> I'm
3: so sick of seeing it's, that. It's just messy.
2: I don't give a shit. I find it more <laughs> funny that people give a shit. You yeah. know what I mean? like yeah, yeah. That they had to have a... A, a, a press conference.
3: They broke. A, they broke like a record in like twenty four, like forty eight hours or something of the Facebook viewers. People or something. just care about That's the wrong like, shit. Jesus man. Christ. The,
2: the memes and everything. The, the word entanglement, t- talking about fucking somebody outside of your marriage is funny. They had a lot of um, different terms for uh, infidelity that I thought yeah. were funny. Like, entanglement situation. We were in a you know a tizzy. Like they had all these different things other than like you fuck. And then Will Smith was like. Uh, entanglement. Yeah. it's like you, you, when you fucked it, you know what I mean? Like, 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 so I thought there were some funny parts that I just caught because it was the hottest thing on Twitter over the last couple of days. Yeah. So they clipped it up and I caught the highlights of it. Yeah. But like folks, there's real shit going on. Who gives a shit, uh, about what's going on in Willa Jada's house. People. And a lot of y'all are in entanglements, your damn self. And yeah. you should take a look in the mirror. That's my favorite part. When I know, when I see people on the timeline, Facebook specifically, it's like, oh, I know, I know your boyfriend. Yeah, and I know how he acts. Yeah. So I, I, the judgment in your caption is crazy, because <laughs> you're in a you're you're in, in an entanglement as well. You don't yeah. even know. Yeah. So maybe keep the judgment to yourself. It's a lot of glass houses talking a lot of <laughs> shit, man. <It's> a <laughs> lot of glass houses talking a lot of shit, and maybe y'all should just relax because you're the person that you're in a relationship with isn't nowhere near five hundred million dollars. Yeah. And y'all still staying. Yeah. And that's all I got. This is not
3: a messy. It's sex with Will Smith right now. No.
2: Uh, I don't think I think Will He's Smith. Make fun of I,
3: see, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it hurts hurt
2: your pride as a man. But I think that the underlying thing of that is Will Smith is upset not because because it sounds like they were in a like a separate separation kind of situation. Yeah. Will I think Will Smith is more like when I fuck off, none of the girls I fuck off with or guys I don't know what Will Smith is doing with his yeah. personal time. Whoever I fuck off with, they not going out and doing interviews with people and telling our business everywhere. Your messiness. Affected the whole house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep my shit locked down. I yeah. got, they signed NDAs and they don't tell nobody anything.
3: Yeah. Like so, who was thinking about August Alsina?
2: Like <laughs> everybody forgot about of all the people, just, <laughs> of all the people that are like, yeah, me and Will are separate right now. So I'm going to hook up with August Alsina. <laughs> Random. Wow. Random. Yeah. Random. yeah. Very, I don't even know how it, August Alcina is functioning in the same spaces as Jada. I, I have so many questions. Yeah. It's weird. The age difference. I don't know how they know we met each other. Or any, it, this is weird. It's man. just super weird, man. Yeah. And I don't care. Yeah. And that. <laughs> That's the most important part. But people. Yeah. It'll be still a topic for the next few days. Um, speaking of weird. I want yeah. to give. I don't want to say rest in peace because people are still holding on to hopes of finding Naya Rivera. But yeah. uh Nia R- R- Rivera at this point has been missing for about four days now.
3: I didn't she, I just found out about it today.
2: Yeah, she was last seen like jumping into water. Yeah. So if she's not deceased, she has a lot of explaining to do. I, I, I at this point, I would find it more weird if they found her alive than than if
3: they find her body. They say it's fishy now. And you see her like all the all the shit that's coming out. It was like, something just doesn't seem right.
2: I don't like to speak ill on the dead, but yeah. Naya Rivera has had a lot of, you know, people... I'm talking
3: about her as foul play is what I mean. They sure, sure,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, there, there's a boat operator. Yeah. Or, like, I, she doesn't know how to drive a boat, so how did nobody, you know, they just stumbled up with the kid. The, the kid just felt, he was crying, cried himself to sleep, possibly, and the, where was the, the boat operator? I, mm-hmm. I, I haven't done a deep dive into the either, story, huh? but the main point to me is... um you know, it's a really tragic situation. Uh No kid should have to see that and know yeah. that and live with that. And I, I pray for that kid. And like I said, spe- like specifically though, if she is found alive, uh, there some weird happened. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like this is like a Gone Girl type situation. So I'm I'm under the Belief reasonably that if this is a recovery mission, they're looking for her body. I've heard rumors that there's like whirlpools underneath
3: of that body of water, possibly. Or she it says somebody else drowned in there recently too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's
2: apparently it's a tricky body of water. Yeah, you know. Um But again, if they find her, you know, miles away from there tomorrow at a restaurant, it's yeah. going to be very much like what the fuck is going on. So yeah. I don't think, you know. I appreciate people wanting to keep speak positivity to life and everything like that, but I'm gonna go ahead and say rest in peace to Naya Rivera. Yeah. Um it's a very tragic situation. That whole I don't you've never have you ever watched Glee?
3: I haven't watched Glee, but I know her brother. Her brother plays football.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but my point in saying that is Sierra watches Glee. Yeah. And that show, that set is has the cast is, yeah. has cursed. I've heard about I mean, that, yeah. one of the guys overdosed at the height of the show. And then another guy got caught with a bunch of kiddie porn on his on his computer, and he killed himself. Damn, you know. So now you add this to that, and it's it's just it's all it's a spooky amount of darkness around such a it's such a gay and colorful and dancing and music and 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 and, and fun show.
0: Yeah,
3: and she was on Family Matters. I didn't know yeah, that. I did. What? How? Briefly? She was the. She was the. What briefly? She yeah, yeah yeah she was she was the little uh, <laughs> yeah it was, <laughs> I was I previously no <laughs> <laughs> she was the little um the little girl that came over and played with, uh, with what's 3J? the with ji J I'm sorry ball?
2: with um Richie yeah yeah, yeah him Long here Richie yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 okay I, I I'm I'm a, I'm a Family Matters expert that must have been. She wasn't a recurring character. no, no, no yeah, no, no, yeah. No. but she's been in a couple. Yeah. Yeah, um, she's been in a lot. I've seen, you know, people pass away or people things happen and people start bringing up old yeah, footage yeah. And she's been around, man. She yeah. was in some Smart Guy episodes. She was hmm. in
3: some some stuff with uh Jack A. Um, I got a question though. What is what is a man-made lake? I don't
2: Oh, like a quarry.
3: It's just okay. It, or like
2: a dam, if you dam water and you da- redirect the flow of the water somewhere else, whatever that body of water is now, is that's a man-made. That's man-made okay so a quarry is a man-made body of water hmm. i don't know this so I'm, I'm assuming this lake is redirected water that's what so they somewhere. said it was it was a man-made lake yeah yeah, okay. yeah. so it, it they redirected re- some water okay, gotcha. from the ocean or from somewhere else and so you have a man-made body of water hmm. um yeah, but apparently it's some shit going on underneath of there that they need to take a look at because yeah. people shouldn't be just getting on boats and jumping into the water if you yeah. can just get sucked down or there's a sinkhole or whatever the case may be. But the point is, rest That's in peace. Man. Yeah, man, rest, rest in peace, Naira very You going out and having a summer, you know, of time with your kid, and then a tragedy just happens. You know, it could just, twenty twenty, it, man. It could come. It could just come upon you that quick, man. It's crazy. That's why I'm staying in the fucking house. Yeah. You know? You know, now I'm not gonna stay in the house and just eat fried Oreos all day. That's well, okay. I wanna be able to get out of the house. Yeah. But I'm I don't have much. You know, I I have clothes that I've bought and shoes and mm-hmm. all these things. I would love to put on a fresh outfit and bump 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 and go to, to the mall or whatever. But it's like, man, fuck it. It's yeah. cool, man. We you live to see another day, hopefully. And the shirt and the pants and all it'll be there, man. Yeah you don't man, but step out to go to the hookah bar. Younger
3: people than us, man. It's different, man. People on social media, want to live fast. It's not it's just how they think now is not how we think, man. It's not sad. <laughs> it's the reality, man.
2: And uh in some more somber news before we get to our break, I'm going to say uh rest in peace to Sequoia Turner, uh Royda DeMarco Giles, Davon McNeil, and Natalia Wallace. These are four like under 10. Year oh, old yeah. kids that were shot over Fourth of July weekend all across the country, and it's kind of
3: now was there? I didn't I didn't read up on the stories, but were there? Um, was this a was this like a gang shooting? And no, it was just, there was
2: it, some of them were um, you know retali like like people. Th- nobody, none of these situations were somebody shot a
3: kid directed. Okay, that's what, I, that's they what I'm. They were asking. in the crossfire. Gotcha. Yeah, okay, that's what I was trying to say.
2: Yeah, As, except the Sequoia Turner case is one that I'm really that really upset me when i heard the details of it because it sounds like there was this off ramp that was closed or they were being it was being blocked off by black lives matter protesters i don't have i haven't gone back because there was still research being done but they had the parents on tv and um they opened fire on her because She she was like driving towards them. Now, I don't know if you heard, but in Minneapolis like a week ago, somebody barreled down a a closed highway and hit two people and killed two people that were protesting on the highway. I just don't think it's safe to be protesting on the highway if it's closed or not, regardless. But that person, it seems like they intentionally got on the highway that was closed and barreled into the crowd and killed two people. So I suppose the logic in this situation was there's a car coming towards us. We're going to go protest on. The, I think the logic was we're going to go protest on the highway. Some people brought guns in case a car full of, you know, anti-Black Lives Matter people barreled into the crowd. They, they would didn't have a even, gun.
3: They didn't even look. They didn't even.
2: They saw a car coming. And again, I don't have footage. Maybe the mom was driving a little fast. I don't know. But apparently, she, according to her, she went to go make a U-turn or, or when or she drove towards them. And it, a conflict arose, and then when she started to make a U turn, or before she could make a U turn, they started shooting. I would imagine that the conflict was more of like a honking and banging on the cars, and it gets kind of heated, and then gunfire happens. That made me upset because it's so, it's like the antithesis of the whole reason yeah. for the thing. If y'all are bringing out guns and shooting people and killing kids, then you know I need those people in custody immediately. Yeah, because they're not representing your cause, and they're certainly not shedding a, a great light on it. If somebody pulled out a gun and shot a kid, yeah, whether true. it was intentional or not, I've, she caught a straight okay. bullet. But whether it was intentional or not, a kid is dead. We that kid that guy has to be, that person needs to be locked up. Yeah. I don't care about abolish the police or any of that type of shit. I fully I understand the reasoning behind it, and I'm doing my research on abolishing the police, and I'm starting to understand it. Whoever that person was with that gun, a kid died. Whatever footage, everybody's got camera phones these days. Whoever had a camera phone filming that and saw that guy shoot that kid, take that to the police and put his ass in jail. Yeah. It's not okay. In the case of Davon, uh in the case of Davon McNeil, uh apparently somebody had an assault rifle in a retaliation type of shit, you know? So what happened is these kind of four cases became the the chant for Oh, I, y'all didn't protest about this. Yeah. And I disagree with that line of logic simply because this is two different arguments. You know, except for in the, in the Secoria Turner case, which I just laid out my reason for being more upset about that when it came to the protesters, but you can't protest gang violence, right? Mm. Because no matter what protest you do, the gangs not going to be a part of the of the of the uh, protest no. so it's just the civilians who already aren't killing each other are protesting people who are killing each other right yeah. so the real way to solve those kind of issues is what the black lives matter movement is doing talking about reallocating resources changing these environments so that maybe we couldn't save uh Davon mcneil but it maybe won't happen in the future if you get into these environments and change the system and these kids don't grow up having access to illegal firearms and dropping out of school and joining gangs and being a part of the the war on drugs because they're trying to sell some drugs to make money to feed themselves because their mom's on drugs. You know, a protest isn't going to stop that. Systemic change is going to stop that. And I think that's what the Black Lives Matter movement is in part speaking on. But to say, well, how come y'all don't get out there whenever some kids shoot each other in Chicago? It's like, well, what is that going to do if those kids in Chicago aren't going to be out there marching with them? You know, they might want to stop shooting each other too, but shit is on. Yeah. When my enemy sees me, he's going to shoot me period. No matter what I want to stop, or I want to move out of Chicago, or I want to move out of Atlanta, no matter what the case may be is when it's on site, it's on site. Yeah. And that's how we're living right now. So I got to get me a gun. I can get a gun from a duty brings him up here from Indiana. I can get a gun for $50 and I keep that on me to protect myself. And if I see my enemy, From that other block, it's on site, period. That's how we're living right now. So a protest is not going to do anything to solve that. Yeah. But what can be done to solve that is systemic change. And Black Lives Matter movement is out there preaching these things. So I don't like the logic of, well, y'all didn't protest when this black kid shot this other black kid or when black people shoot these black people. It's like, because it's different problems need different solutions. And I don't think the solution to, quote unquote, black on black crime Because nobody wants to talk about the things I just talked about as far as people running guns into these environments and selling them for dirt cheap Mm -hmm. and and the war on drugs and and how gangs are basically at this point just operations that are set up to protect each other to sell drugs. Mm -hmm. And that's how the violence occurs. It's not just like black people. Me and you aren't out here shooting each other. It's not black people aren't just shooting each other willy nilly. Yeah. Criminals are shooting each other. And those criminals happen to be black people who are in a system.
3: Trying to survive.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So it, the black on black crime narrative is so flawed to me. It's yeah. like, no No cr- criminals shoot each other. These criminals just happen to be funneled into this ghetto. system and they, it, they act a way a, according to how the system trains them to act. Yeah. So that's all I really got, man. I want rest in peace to those kids. It was super tragic. And regardless of whatever people want somebody to march or whatever, nobody's saying they don't care. That's the part that also made me angry is that if we're not marching and protesting because these kids got shot, the the logic to somebody who's anti Black Lives Matter is, oh, so y'all don't give a shit about these kids. It's like, no, who sees a kid got shot and is not who doesn't give a shit about it? Of course, Mm -hmm. it's it's tragic. But you know something? When when the camera footage or the witnesses come forward, whoever killed those kids is going to be arrested. Black Lives Matter movement is talking about police killing people and beating people up and planting drugs on people with impunity. There's nobody to bring the t- to charges on. Yeah, those people are gonna get found. I pray, and I'm positive actually. You don't just you can't just kill kids in 2020 with guns and get away with it. Somebody's gonna come forward and say they saw you whatever turn you in. Nobody nobody in the black community is like, oh shit man, such and such killed a kid man. That shit is hard. Like no. If they find out that's you, they're going to they're going to they're going to drop a dime on you. They're going to they're going to turn you in. Yeah. But how do you get that to happen to police is the argument. So it's just I don't know, man, that's where I stand on that. It's 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 a lot of conflated arguments happening and I just want people to stay on message because I really think this is a time that I've never seen a time like this. I think actual change can happen. And if you get caught up in these little side arguments and people getting you off track and trying to go too far and ask for too much, and it it, it can ruin this time that we're in. So I just want everybody to just st- stay the course, wear a mask, fucking be vigilant, man. That's all I got, man. Yeah. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break before we get into these fucked up shit. I'm going to play Godspeed by Frank Ocean. Uh, rest in peace to everybody we lost in 2020 so far. And rest in peace, Nipsey, man. I, I haven't said that in a while, but that shit still kind of fucked me up. Right? Yeah, Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Man.
1: I will always love you How I do Let go of a prayer for you Just a sweet word
2: table is prepared for you wishing
0: you godspeed glory
2: there will be mountains you All right. And before we get into my affirmative murder this week, Fran, I think we should start to get the ball rolling on getting people hyped up for the fact that we're bringing cereal and cereal back. Man. Yeah, uh, it's been long enough. Got some things in the works right now for a rollout that I'm hoping and looking towards September ish. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited. I, it's I not miss- too far away. It's not Keep too them far them away them. at all. Yeah. <laughs> Don't remind me. Cause I know what I'm saying I'm like, okay, so I gotta, we got to get this in place. Got to make this. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm I'm really excited. I miss cereal. I yeah. haven't had cereal in some time. Um, and I'm sure there's a bunch of new cereals out there. Yeah,
3: I haven't had. You're of cereal, that yeah, yeah, you're, you're you're special K, or yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 Obvious. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I, I've probably had something like that, but I yeah. haven't had like s'mores yeah. cookie, cookie crunch cereal, <laughs> yeah, yeah. or like strawberry shortcake cereal, <laughs> or something like that. So I'm excited to get back into that. I want to say one again, also before we get started, I want to start to do more um, theatrical based movies. I know we did a lot of uh, uh, um, documentaries, but there's not much to criticize when you're just hearing the raw story. Yeah. I would like to do more of a Zodiacs and Gacy's and, and, and things of that sort. The snowman. Movies that are movies and based on serial killer elements. Like when we did seven. Yeah. I would like to do more stuff more like seven. Yeah. Cause I can't criticize like, man, you killed somebody, you're stupid. You're like it's just a real story. Mm. some tra oh your oh your mom's sad you went to jail. Oh, grow up, mom. It's yeah. like it's not much to Be lighthearted about when you are watching, like, oh, really depressing documentary about somebody who
3: all facts, yeah, Yeah. killed
2: people. It's like, oh, this isn't. I can't. This we can't come here and like make fun of this Yeah, yeah. or you know. So um, it's gonna be more movie based, okay. And with that, that's the last little bit of information. Gonna put that, tuck that over here. Keep that in mind, folks. And now, Fran, prepare okay for my affirmative murder this week. My story this week is um, Jarvis Theodore Roosevelt Cattell.
3: Hmm. What a name.
2: His middle name is Theodore and Roosevelt. Okay. He's named after a president. So you know he's got to have a successful life, yeah. right? Wrong.
3: So this is a white guy? No. Okay.
2: His mom just liked Theodore Roosevelt or maybe he added that or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah.
3: <clears throat> Jarvis, Theodore Roosevelt.
2: Jarvis, J-T-R-C. What is it? Jarvis, Theodore Roosevelt,
3: Cattell. Cattell. Mm-hmm. Cattell?
2: C A C-A-T-O.
3: Could tell. Oh, like gotcha. a big toe.
2: On April 12th, 1935, a 65-year-old African-American widow named Florence Dancy was brutally raped and strangled to death in her home in D.C. Mm. She was described by her friends and children as one of the kindest souls anyone could ever meet. And some said she was the most beautiful black woman to come out of Pittsburgh. Wow. I don't really know much about Pittsburgh. Me either. But I, I don't... I don't know if that, if that's that's a very high praise. Yeah, you know, what I mean, there's a lot of people there, yeah. so you know, and this was in the 1930s, mm. so you know, I think Earth I don't and... I
3: don't know how the women looked in 1930s. So I don't know.
2: You know, I have an interesting theory about that. I think something happened with um, human the human race in the last hundred years because it's rare you see somebody that looked like that, like yeah. how people looked a hundred years ago. People just looked at bone structure, bodies are shaped different. It's, it's more often than not you see somebody when you watch old footage and you go, that doesn't look, that doesn't look, maybe it's the clothes or something. I don't yeah, know.
3: I, was, the, I was listening to a podcast and they like, they went back and was like, look up supermodels from like, whatever, whatever date it was or whatever. Yeah, they're, mad and it was home, like, they're mad homie looking. Like it that. was just like, all right, let's 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 go forward a couple, of years, yeah. like 20 years. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I was like, she just looks like a nice lady on the yeah, beach. Like, yeah. this, this was the most beautiful woman in the world in 1927. Yeah. I was like, I mean, she looks like she, Maybe it's on an ABC family TV show yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. you know? Anyways. Hmm. Uh, okay. Do man... you have a picture of her? No. That I we don't. can see? Okay. I don't. She wasn't like a model or anything. It's just like p- her friends were like, she, she was beautiful. beautiful. She yeah. was the most beautiful woman from Pittsburgh. Are they just saying
3: that because she passed away? Or...
2: I think it's more that. I don't think she had something. Many... She didn't have like a ribbon or a title or okay. some kind of medal about being the most beautiful black like woman Pittsburgh. Or yeah, like that. she wasn't Miss Pittsburgh. <laughs> she, she wasn't Miss Pittsburgh. But to her family, she was. Yeah. Uh, a man was initially falsely imprisoned for the murder based solely on circumstantial evidence. Wow. He was later released after Coteau made a confession after being arrested. After the murder of Florence Day, Jarvis went dormant for four and a half years before killing again and starting a cycle that would last for two years.
3: Mm, it's a long time.
2: Yeah, he, he took a break. But then once he, started, once he took a break, boom, he was, he was right in, in the yeah. mix of it. Um, his next three victims were similar to Florence, older black women. He employed the strategy for he employed the same strategy for all four of these gruesome attacks. He would ring the doorbell of these women's homes, inquire as if to as as to if they still had an apartment for rent based on the uh, on the specifically targeted homes with rental sa- uh, signage in their window. Okay. So if you had a for rent sign in your window, he's like, Bet, I'm gonna come back. Yeah. Home. And he was he would he was well dressed and well spoken, so they would just he come. Hello, I'm wondering the part. Oh yeah, come on in. Yeah. I'll give you a tour. What you make know? you
3: take a guess about the who this person is? And Nothing. He's, yeah,
2: he, he's he's here for. He has a reason to be knocking on my door. Yeah, he seems like a good tenant because my mom went through the same thing. She she rented a not the same thing as this, yeah. but she had a she looked she she rented her house to somebody who she saw herself in. Yeah, she was this woman was like 25. She had two kids, and she my mom was like, I'm like I'm gonna give her a helping hand. she yeah. need, she needs a. Place to rent. I'm moving out of my house. I like, and that, that lady paid first month's rent and didn't pay rent again, f- at all, hey. and then like just <laughs> moved out. Oh shit! You know, so in this circumstance, she's like, this guy's well dressed. Probably has a good job. Yeah. He's well spoken. You need this. It seems like a quality renter. Yeah, which is what any what everybody wants. Yeah. Somebody, that you know, fifth the first comes, the check's gonna be in the mail. Yeah. So he preyed on that desire from for these women to just have. Uh, a well, a well represented tenant to be in their rental.
0: Yeah,
3: he's psychotic.
2: Very much so. You're, you're playing. A, <laughs> yeah. you're playing a role. When yeah. it's so calculated. Yeah. to go. Oh, uh, I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do the old for rent. Uh, the renter gag. Yeah, I'm gonna go in. Hello, I'm a renter. Can I see the place? And now he's in. And yeah.
3: then it's too very late. Ted Bundy ish. Yeah,
2: yeah, Something very. Like yeah, Rome, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, with the ruses. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, anybody? I'm always scared. It makes me. I'm, I'm, my mom recently got into a relationship with a guy, so I feel more, confi- more confident. My mom. My mom also isn't. Not to say these women are gullible. My mom also is like, "Why are you here?" Yeah. She. My mom w- wouldn't be in the situation, but I. You can't help but have feelings like that when you read stories like this of a person being like, "Can you help me with my groceries?" Yeah. Or, "Hey, uh, um, I live in the uh, house downstairs. I live in the apartment downstairs. Can I use your phone?" Yeah. You know anything like that where if you look the part people just go oh he's not threatening like yeah okay.
3: that's why when we do stories like this it makes me scared of like at the age i am i'm not saying i'm like 40 50s but i'm saying right, at the right. age i am now i couldn't see myself making a new friend like i just yeah you just, <laughs> I just, you've been I walking just, around just, on the earth for just, almost 30 years i, just I don't know you i just <laughs> let's let's hang <laughs> out I met tonight you today like, so <laughs> for the,
2: like the, the last 30 years and 364 days You've been had whatever situations in life, <laughs> yeah, decisions yeah. you've made, yeah, yeah, yeah. lied no, on people, stole no. from. I don't know anything about you. I just meet you here today. Yeah. I don't know you. You're not hanging out. Don't, no, no, it's just no. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Who makes new friends yeah. <laughs> after like 15? Really? I, I would love to set a poll up. Like you're 40 and you met a new friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know that person. No. They're dangerous. No. <laughs> they, definitely, they definitely have some kind of scheme. Why would they meet you? But who wants to have new friends after like after like eighteen? Yeah, you meet new friends in college. That's yeah. the last time you meet new friends, and then you get work friends. Yeah. but even those people you get to know because you see them and every day. Yeah, 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 you get to know them enough to where you go, I will get a
3: drink with them.
0: Yeah,
2: but like, who's who's who's, who's has a friend who they met the this gym. year, and they're like. <laughs> You're my kid's god godfather. Yeah,
3: at basketball court, hang out tonight. Yeah,
2: no, that's yeah, not happening, cool. man. No new friends. <laughs> Drake, that was a very accurate thing that he said. Yeah, I don't agree with everything Drake says, but no new friends. I agree with wholeheartedly, man. No new friends after like twenty. No new friends. Yeah, man. get out of yeah. here. Can't trust people. No, man. you keep it light. You know, you want to be Facebook friends? Fine. Right. Yep. Come to my house, and meet my old friends. <laughs> no, <laughs> never. No new friends. Yeah. Anyway, so he this new ta- he, this was his tactic of um, pretending to be a renter, and he you know eased his way into these women's homes, mm-hmm. and then uh, he would uh, <clears throat> I went over the whole thing I'm ringing the doorbell and all, all yeah. that kind of stuff, and he used his charm to get into the house, and then once he was in the house, he would overpower the women with his large hands and violently rape them. After beating them, he would typically strangle them with his bare hands. And they make a point a lot in everything that I've read that this dude had like Kawhi Leonard hands. I was about to
3: say that, Like, yeah. like
2: they make it a point yeah. to, like, it's noticeable that he has big hands, so keep that in mind.
3: Jeez. Uh,
2: in 1941, he switched up his approach and began impersonating a taxi driver to prey on younger women. The first victim of his new trap was Ada Gladys Puller. Police would eventually find her mutilated body in her home barely recognizable. Wow, and this scheme is so gross because
3: again, what do you do? Like squeeze her face or something like that? I mean, he has big hands. Well, I,
2: I mean, he might have beat her. You know, it, I'm I'm sure it got very violent. You know, and the the thing about being a a ride shit like this ride share scheme, mm-hmm. I don't know if I don't. Well, definitely Uber doesn't make it better because there's been people who get killed by Uber drivers. But yeah. they're taking you home in a lot of instances. Mm-hmm. So a ca- a taxi cab driver, or whatever. They now drop you off and they see where you live. Yeah. So they can just go down. They can let you out, drive down the street, park the car and walk right back up. They know you came home alone. Yeah. And all this kind of stuff. So this is another situation when I read details like this that make me concerned just for just for women in general. I mean, men are vulnerable to these kind of things, too. But specifically, women are the ones that are typically preyed on. And home invasions and things like that, typically. So somebody pretending to be a taxi cab driver for the purpose of attacking women and then seeing where they go home to lay their head is so d- dark and creepy, yeah. you know? So, uh, you know, women, knuckle, brass knuckles, tasers, keep them nunchucks on you, throwing stars, mace, whatever. Keep it on deck. Yeah. And listen, if I ever which I don't because I don't like really talking to people we just discuss no new friends. But if I ever see somebody walking down the road uh, that looks like they need a ride and she, maybe she has a kid in a stroller and I go, hey man, can I give you a ride somewhere? If you think I make some kind of move, if you get in the car with me and you think I make some kind of move that creeps you out and you mace me, listen, man, protect yourself, man. Yeah. I would be very mad, but I get it. I would, ra- I would rather you be sorry and alive than wrong and dead. So if you feel uh, somebody is being creepy or taken away that's different from your house when you're in these Ubers or taxis or whatever, get that mace out, keep it on your lap, and just be prepared, because shit might go sideways. Yeah, Don't trust these motherfuckers in these ride shares. Anyway. Um, two months after killing Ada, Cato seemingly made a decision to set his sights on young white women as his new targets. Mm. With attacks in March of 1941 and a little later that year in June both in the D- in the DC area his last known victim Jessie Elizabeth Strife worked as a secretary for a government affiliated department she was found nude in a garbage bin in an alley she had been raped and subsequently strangled after mistaking Cato for a taxi driver wow after the, mur- after the murder of Miss
3: Strife. What do you mean mistaken? I don't, what do you mean?
2: Well, that was his whole thing. He, I don't know if he... he was like, a fake taxi driver? I don't know. That's the thing. I wasn't able to find if he, like, actually had a yellow cab taxi or if he just had a, a car and was saying, I'm a hack.
3: I'm about to say, because that's... If he did all know. that, that's super methodical for him to yeah, like, like, get he a yellow taxi, invested get the thing in, on top of it. Yeah, that.
2: like, he invested in a taxi. Or, like, yeah. he got his taxi token because yeah. you have to, like, pay for that. He got his taxi driver's medallion and then got a, became a part of a fleet of taxi for a company all to do this, yeah. I don't think it's that. I think it's more of he was he was a hack, yeah. and okay. I don't know if that's a regional thing, but like he, a hack in Baltimore is yeah. you know you you flag it's somebody. Dangerous. Oh, okay. nobody should be hacking anymore in 2020. I feel like you spend as much money as you would spend for an Uber, yeah. and anybody who's undercutting Uber, you should be scared of them. Like, uh, yeah, I'm going about 40 miles. Oh, get in! I'll do it for five yeah. dollars. No, you're a, you're a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> gas is is <laughs> gas is almost three dollars a gallon, and you're gonna <laughs> drive me 40 of those. How are you making a profit? Don't trust that. I I
3: don't understand hacks anyway. I don't understand how it works.
2: Well, you're making it. Basically, a hack is supposed to be. And this is why you should get concerned. A hack is supposed to be like perimeter based. Yeah. So if I'm going that way and I can take it. Yeah. yeah, So if it's on the way like, oh, you live down the street from my house. Yeah. You give me twenty dollars and I'll take you to that area because it's in my direction. Yeah. But a hack isn't like oh, I'm going to B.W.I. Hacks don't do that. And if they do, if they say they are doing that, you should be super scared of yeah. not getting that car. Just going
3: out of their way. Yeah,
2: no, going super <laughs> out of their way for some, like, like menial amount of money. Yeah. Where you go, I don't really think you're making money from doing this. I mean, yeah. you're definitely are burning a lot of gas. So, you know, I think he was more of a hack. Yeah, okay. Um. Or, you know, hitchhiker. I don't know what a, a hitchhike e. am just trying to make it regional. I don't know what people call it, like, on the West Coast or yeah. in the in the Midwest. Yeah. Here's here on yeah. the East Coast, we call it a hack. Yeah. think in new york they call it like a dollar cab which is like it's just a cheaper than a taxi yeah anyway um after the murder of miss strife the fbi got involved in searching for the killer in tandem with other departments feeling the heat from the investigation coteau fled to new york
3: now was it trife or strife 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 she was a white woman
2: She was a white woman and she worked for the government. Yeah, okay. So this was super unacceptable. This was super unacceptable. It was a high profile white woman. Enough is enough. Yeah. We need to get on this now. And he, so, you know, and again, I think that comes up a lot. It's interesting. We've been doing this podcast where we try to focus on. Uh, black serial killers and black victims and we this is he this person is a rarity to me because most of the times the people that we are doing stories about Anthony Sowell mm-hmm. uh, 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 Harrison Graham uh, you know uh, the, the Grim Sleeper they weren't per- particularly uh, tactical or slick or anything they just were killing people who nobody gave a shit about. Yeah. You know, drug addicts, black women, the news that wasn't sensational, it wasn't a little white kid, it wasn't a pretty white woman or whatever. Yeah. So there was not much interest or coverage in the murders. They gave him a long run too. Exactly. Yeah. But in this case, this dude is methodical and using these techniques and then he fucks around and goes intersection interracially and kills a white woman who has some status to her. Yeah. And that's what put the sights on his victims because before it was, you know, uh, four elderly black women and then two white women who I guess maybe went under the, or one white woman who went under the radar mm-hmm. and then this white woman who had some prominence and then the FBI got involved with the other departments and he was like, Oh shit, they're like my taxi driver scheme isn't working anymore. The police are out every night. Yeah. I'm out of here. And he gets out of there and he flees, he fl- uh, flees to New York. And on June 4th, 1941, after fleeing DC and moving to New York, Cato's evil nature presented itself again. When he killed 26 year old Evelyn D Anderson, she had left for work at 6 AM, but never arrived. Mm. Her lifeless body was found having been strangled by an assailant with large hands. Uh Deep fingernail prints were, Im- uh, were embedded in and around her neck and throat. Wow. And in an odd deviation and pattern she was his only victim not sexually assaulted why well i would my guess again all is a lot of speculation but you know he's in a different town maybe he doesn't know i feel like this guy to me presents himself as somebody who has uh when he goes to do his thing, he has made a lot of planning in the situation. Yeah, He's he's from D.C. So in D.C., these women, he knows they're alone. He knows how much time he has. Nobody's coming home to get them. And I think he's in New York. He has this um, this addiction, which I'll get to at the end of the story. He has this addiction, and it presents itself while he's on the run in New York. And he's like, okay, well, I'll get get her. And he does the strangulation part, but then he doesn't have enough time to to gotcha. do that part, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then he's already grabbed her, so he has to kill her to, to not leave a witness. But he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't have enough time to do everything that he would typically do. That's just my guess. Yeah,
3: I mean, he probably does that effortlessly as far as strangling. Well, this is this is a he's a,
2: he's a he's a he's a big strong guy, and I don't mean big as in the sense of like uh you know he's not fucking uh, the dude from Green Mile or anything like that, but he's like you know six feet tall. And in shape. But I mean, he has big hands. And big, He's I mean. got he's got big hands and he's and he's a man yeah. grabbing smaller women. But when I say big, I don't mean, we've done some stories about some guy. I think that guy that I did a story on from Poughkeepsie, he was just like this big fat monster. Yeah. I don't mean that. I just mean he just is like an in shape, tall guy with big hands. Yeah. So he has an advantage already. And these women are unsuspecting. This woman's going to work at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. She's not on the lookout. How do you figure out he has big hands though? Well, I mean the, the strangulation marks. Okay. I mean they're going like around like he's choking her and then there's there's choking these Nails. women and then there's nail prints like at their spine. Yeah. You know, so it's like, "Oh, oh there's girls." Yeah, his hands that's like wrap around skull. them like a book yeah. like the boogeyman or something. So, um uh within within days a wa- uh, a watch of great value belonging to Evelyn appeared in a pawn shop. Mm. According to the owner, the man who pawned it insisted that he received the watch as a gift from his girlfriend. A woman's watch. Yeah. So already, again, and I don't i don't think pawn shops are in the business of these kind of things. I mean, pawn shops um, deal in a lot of illegal activity a lot of the times. You know, they mm-hmm. go, oh, yeah. Well, What's for the of this? Well, they mean? take stuff from people and give them money for it. And they just go like, oh, where'd you get the 16-inch TV? Oh, you know, I found it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well. Here's uh, six hundred dollars, and I'm gonna sell it for twelve hundred dollars. You know he stole that TV. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're like, here's here's a gun. Oh, okay. Uh, family heirloom. Uh, something like that. Okay, cool. Uh, here's four hundred dollars. I'm gonna sell that for eight hundred dollars. Like, so pawn shops have all kinds of things that with the stories that those things could, in pawn shops could tell. All that's everything in a pawn shop was, was, is from somewhere. Yeah. And s- sometimes it's from illegal places. Sometimes it's stolen. Sometimes it's from some kind of smuggling operation where it's like, man, you got a lot of digital cameras in here. It's like, oh yeah, well. You know, some 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 digital cameras fell off a truck. Yeah. I.E., somebody came in through the back door and said, hey, man, I got uh, 40 digital cameras. You want to buy them wholesale?
3: Hey, man, if they make a profit, they ain't going to ask no questions.
2: Exactly. but That's <laughs> that's my point. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. This, this guy knew it was weird that a woman this guy's saying he got a woman's watch as a gift from his girlfriend yeah. and like he's he's giving he's turning it in because they broke up or whatever the reasoning was. But it's like, well, you definitely didn't get it from your girlfriend because this is a woman's watch. Yeah. So how why would she give you a woman's watch as a gift? But anyway, thanks for the watch. Here's yeah. your money, and I'll put Reset this on this. Yep. boom. Um, um. After some investigation, the trail eventually led to Jarvis Cato, mm. a Washington D.C. resident with large hands. Uh, so th- that's 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 the that's that's like the re- what the detectives discovered when they when they so it's basically it leads to Jarvis Cato, yeah. and they go, oh shit, his hand, yeah, he's got big hands, man. yeah, you know, because that's a a, a running uh, point of identification through the whole case so then this guy opens the door his, when he opens the door his whole hand covers the, yeah. the, the fucking uh, doorknob and then like hey hello uh, officer and he's like okay uh, yeah he's got fucking that's how I hope it happens in my mind where they, there's like a Sherlock Holmes detective there that sees it in the moment where he yeah. goes those hands are bigger than average. <laughs> Hello, sir. Can we come in and talk to you? And they already know that this is the guy they want. And now they're just trying to, you know, catch him slipping.
3: Yeah. I mean, this guy has big hands and like, he's like six foot. So he's probably got like big wrist, forearms. And he got this low ass watch <laughs> and the palm of his hand.
2: <laughs> so, so, yeah, man, my girlfriend gift. gave it to me. I just, it's not really my style. I was like, why? Because you could never wear it. It's, it's, it's like a ring. These massive hands. <laughs> you yeah, have. It's yeah. like a ring for you. Right. Nobody would make that big of a mistake. Like if you get your, your your significant other an engagement ring and you don't know their finger size and you get a an 8 and they're a 6, that's one thing, but I can hold up a watch and go, there's not a chance in hell this is going yeah, on yeah. this person's wrist. <laughs> it's not even close. Yeah. So, I the, the pawn shop owner didn't care, is the point. No. The whole, that's the whole point. He nope. you could have told him it fell out of your ass or whatever. I'm like, "Okay, cool. Well, here's $600. Yeah. And you have a good day." Um so uh he was apprehended uh in DC on August 29th after pawning the watch to fund fleeing New York. Mm, so he, so go. so yeah. he, so he killed he killed uh, Evelyn and then pawned her watch because he goes, "Oh shit, it's hot it's here money. now." Yeah. But he only knows New York and DC. So he goes, "I've laid low from being in DC long enough. And now back. I killed this woman in New York, I'm going to go back to DC." Yeah. And thankfully he did. He did because when the, they went to the pawn shop, the trail that they started to follow from that pawn shop, led them back to D.C. So who knows what would have happened if he would have gone, you she know what, let me try to go to St. Louis. Yeah, I've never been there, but like, fuck it, you know, which is smarter than going back to the place where you've been killing people. But I'm glad he's not smart. He
3: could have stopped in Maryland. He could, close, but,
2: but, you know. He could have. Apprehended um, on August 29th. During questioning, Cateau confessed to murdering a total of eight women that mm. he could remember. And raping at least six. When asked what makes you do these things, he was quoted as replying, "I feel like that after reading uh, detective stories about rape cases and looking at pictures of nude women. I did wrong, and I'm glad to get it off of my mind. I did it, and I'm sorry."
3: So he answered the question.
2: Well, yes. His basically his his answer was that he didn't say because he doesn't he didn't know, but he basically has some kind of form of paraphilia, which is he. Um, is uh, he gets off yeah. on having sex through raping people. Okay. So apparently, you know, uh, he would read these stories about rape mm. and then look at porn and then get all jazzed up and then go out and rape women. Mm. Yeah. And then you don't want to leave behind witnesses, so he would kill them. Kill him. Yeah. Um, and that's speculation on my, he didn't come out and say it in those words. His words were, you know, he gets jazzed up by looking, at reading rape cases from detectives and looking at new women and then, uh, he, he apologized basically. Yeah. So he didn't really have much of an answer for why he did the things that he right. did. Uh, either. It wasn't be,
3: straightforward anyway. It was just.
2: Yeah. It was just a vague answer. Yeah. It, he didn't. Yeah. It was a no answer basically. It's just like, he basically said like, I don't know. I'm fucked up anyway. Right. I did do it, but <laughs> I'm sorry. My bad. That's what saying, he didn't,
3: he, he didn't really answer the question. Yeah, But like, a lot of yeah, times yeah.
2: I don't, I don't know if, you know, everybody's not, um, uh, what's that guy's name? Edmund Kemper is that his name? I think that guy knew what was up. He knew, he knew a little bit of his psychology. Mm. He goes, "Well, you know, I hate my mother, or whatever." You know what I mean? Most the backstory to that, yeah. But yeah. most, most of these people don't. I don't know if they can tell you why they do the things that they do. That's not their job. That's the job of the analysts and the and the and the you know the psychologists and the and the the people who make the profiles for these people. That's why they want to catch these people alive so they can study them and ask them questions about where they grew up and what their childhood was like. Because they don't even really know why they do the things that they do most of the times. So when you ask a question like that, it's like asking a bird why it flies. It's like, I don't know. I can just jump off this building and not hit the ground. I don't I can't tell you the science behind it. (laughs) It's just what I can do. So. Anyway, uh, either because of guilt or because of the dangers of not only being known known in prison as a rapist, but having the audacity to rape a white woman in the 1940s, Jarvis attempted suicide on two occasions. First, by trying to drown himself in the sink of his cell like a whole dumbass. Which is impossible. It is. I I, I did research. I did research just on how common uh, drowning by suicide is. And it is more common than people... Would think, but
3: like what holding a a, sil- a brick that's, to your bottom of your You oh, jump, okay. you
2: jump, you jump into the ocean, weighted down, yeah, yeah, yeah. or you fall asleep off of pills in a in a full bathtub yeah. or something like that. But going, doing the equivalent of like filling a sink up and dunking your head in the water yeah. until you d- nobody's ever done that. I would wager, I will put money on that right now. Nobody because you you eventually get to that point where you can't breathe and yeah. you pull yourself up. Yeah. it's just what you do. It's he- yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's human nature. It's, right. it's a it's a it's a it's a natural reaction. That's that is why I'm also. I always ask that question. Um, you know, they they say like if you can take a bite out of yourself, you're a you're a, you're a, you're a psycho. Like if right. you can, if you can bite through your skin until, until you bleed, like if you can bite a chunk off of your wrist, mm-hmm. because most people stop when they go, oh, it hurts now. Yeah. Or even if you start to bite into your skin and it's like, oh, that hurts, but I can keep going, and you you get
3: to a point where you go, I'm out. What if it's steaks, though? Steaks? What if what if it's somebody goes, I'll pay you. Oh, pay you I, was, I, thought I
2: thought you meant like, <laughs> is this your arm is stakes? You're living in the fantasy land now.
3: What's the question? <laughs> what if somebody like, I'll give you a million dollars to bite a piece of your trunk off. I don't. Do I it.
2: don't think I could do that, man. That's some saw shit. You I'm think not you talking do that?
3: about you. I'm just saying a person. A person. Oh, I'm sure
2: there's, there's there's psychos out there. I would I would wager though, regardless if there's money on the line or anything, if you can do that, there's something wrong with you. I don't. You think? Imagine that game show. Mm-hmm. I would bet if you follow that person after they win the million dollars, they're like go home and they have a bunch of newspaper clippings on their wall about Madonna or something off. Mm-hmm. There's something off about that. You go home, they, they like have an encyclopedia about, um, you know, uh, people having, you know, uh, dead baby fetuses in jars when they, you know, fucking keep, keep them, keep them in that liquid. Yeah. Like they have like books about that, like, yeah. you know, or they even have one actually in their house. Yeah. I don't, I think if you can bite a chunk out of your own arm, whether it's for money or not, something's off. And if you can fucking fill up your bathroom sink and dunk your head in there and kill yourself, that's next level shit. <laughs> I don't even, I mean, I, you know, I play the game where you go through toll booth tunnels. I try to hold my breath from one end of the tunnel to the other one.
3: You do that as a grown man right now?
2: I mean, you don't have to say it like that. Um, Who does a, that?
3: Me. As, as me. A child, it it yeah. is I. As it a is, child, it yeah. is I.
2: It is I that yeah. does it. I do it as a grown man. I test my limits, man. That is ridiculous. I test my breath. Yeah. I've rarely made it to the. Actually, I'm going to be pretty candid. I've never made it to the. From one end. I know the, you haven't. From one end. Don't say. Don't, don't say that like you. Don't doubt me like I that. Know you, you don't have. know. I've never made it from one end. Be more shocked, man. Don't do that. I've never what? made it. Don't just. Oh, I know you can't. Because nobody it, can. Somebody can. Michael Phelps yeah, sure. can fucking yeah. do
3: it. Oh, he's a professional swimmer. But <laughs> That's what Somebody he can do it, though. All right, man. That gives me hope. I'm talking about a normal person like you, average Joe, can't do that.
2: And I'm saying. That I agree with you, yeah. and that's why this motherfucker trying to dunk his head into a cell sink to kill himself. Yeah, he wasn't really trying to kill himself. That's a stupid thing. I don't know if he was looking for sympathy. You Trying to kill
3: yourself too? What? Holding your breath until the end of the tunnel?
2: No, no, no. I was trying to push my limits. <laughs> this is difference. Oh, right. I was, I was testing myself. Right. Okay. I was testing myself. <laughs> what if? What if the day comes where it's like there's a bunch of like Nazis outside? Of what? A, of a, we're, we're hanging out at a pool and the Nazis come and rush the pool and I need to go under the pool to hide. And I need to hold my breath because they're only there for 20 seconds. What?
3: But, my, I, but I my, my idea.
2: I test myself about random events like that. I mean, you got to be prepared for any situation to arise. Can you, that, hold your, can you hold your body weight with one arm? I don't know. How do you do that? You just, you, you find pull them, up? You pull up a pull up bar or whatever. What if you fall off a cliff one day and your arm's broken and you only have your right arm? And you need to hold your weight there for two minutes until help arrives.
3: Yeah, but that's not the same situation, though. you talking about a oh, bar. I- you're talking about a bar you can wrap your hand around and the cliff where you can just, you can't wrap your hand around to hold yourself. That's completely different.
2: Um, I would uh point you into a nice documentary on what? Disney Channel about the guy who climbed up a mountain with no harness on him.
3: Okay, and?
2: So mountains have little grooves and divots in them, but he wasn't holding himself up with one hand. Oh, watch the fucking documentary! I'm not man. watching
3: that shit, man. That's, he's crazy.
2: That's he ridiculous. But my whole my whole what mountain was it? Was it Everest? No, no I don't no, give no. a shit. It was it was in Yosemite. Okay. Uh, anyway, my point is <laughs> that you just got to be prepared that there's all kinds of scenarios out there that you don't know will arise. Nazis. And... All right, cool. Just saying, man. All right, man. Anyway, back to the story. So he tried to kill himself in the cell by dunking his head into his cell. Sink, it's ridiculous. It's just really yeah. stupid. And then the second time, his second attempt, he tried to hang himself with his belt. Both were failed attempts. That he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't do either of these things. I don't know if the, like the belt snapped and he fell on the ground. I hope it was something comically dumb like that. He's uh, the um,
3: belt that ain't got no no uh no loops in it. It just He, yeah, just, like, he just dip he just it, let it in. It, and yeah, it. He, just <laughs> let it.
2: he just you know he didn't you know he didn't have like past four four holes.
3: I'm talking about the one you just like wrap around the two metal things. Oh,
2: like the Hollister belt. Yeah. <laughs> You let it, hang. It. you let it hang off the side yeah he probably used one of those that seems like a belt from the 1930s yeah. like a really kind of raggedy belt actually no i don't a know belt. i don't know man it it probably was, it had to be more like a shoestring situation or something like that because it's it's jail he didn't have like he a leather he didn't have like a leather belt yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
3: He didn't have like i mean a, he could have did a lot of things to get him killed in jail
2: well that's why i don't think he was really trying to kill him so yeah. i don't i think he just was kind of wanted people to Feel like he had empathy and sympathy for what he had done, sure. but I don't think he's capable of that. No. So he his only solution to that was like, well, let me try to make it look like I'm suicidal. So what he
3: brought he brought it up like I tried to kill myself twice. Nobody I, else. I brought tried it to up? kill myself in my yeah, cell yeah. with the
2: sink, and they're like, get shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Everybody hates him because he's a rapist in jail. Like, shut the fuck up. Punch him in his nose. <laughs> um, uh during his time in prison, uh, with when whatever family that stuck by him would call and, and come to see him he told them, don't waste your money getting me a lawyer just pray I've done wrong and I'm ready for I'm ready to answer for my crime okay only God can help me now despite his vi- no, Yeah. okay yeah right right check this part out you take responsibility I know yeah listen to this. <laughs> despite his vivid recollection of each murder, Kato would later recant his entire testimony he claimed the police forced it out of him after severely beating him and threatening him. When asked to provide proof of said injuries, he could not. And the judge and jury did not buy his story. Now, of I do not refute that a black man in the 1940s who raped a white woman got beat up by the police when they arrested him. Oh, yeah. At all. But he had details about the story that nobody could have had. And he had the big ass hands. And it was him.
3: So... So he tried to take it all back after he spilled out all of, all that evidence.
2: Yeah, he was he recanted and said like they beat it out of me. He pulled the Central Park 5. Yeah. uh line, you know? Which in that case, that it really happened. Yeah, <laughs> you know, this dude. Just, but he really is a murderer, and I'm not refuting. I'm not. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. But it probably is likely based on what he did in the 1940s. He got fucked up when they arrested him. Yeah. I don't doubt that at all. They probably took him into a back alley or took him into a holding cell and fucked him up, called him in word and all that type of stuff. I'm not saying that didn't happen. But what also happened is he killed these women. Yeah, both of those things can be true. Um, after a short deliberation of 18 minutes, the verdict came back as guilty with a recommendation for the death penalty. The judge agreed and sentenced him to death by electric chair. Mm. He was later executed on January 15th, 1943. And although they were never able to get him to confess to them, DC officials believe Jarvis to be tied to at least five other murders. Wow. And that was the story of Jarvis Theodore Roosevelt Cattell. Hmm. Um. Yeah, man, I, I just any story that has those Ted Bundy elements of yeah. a fake cast or you preying on women or preying on people using everyday situations where, oh, man, you got a flat tire. Yeah, I yeah, mean, let me take you to I'll take I'll drive you to the tire shop and then you fucking abduct them. Anything like that. It always just you can't trust people. It's so sad. But this is this story is from like 80 years ago. So it's not like. We always sit on here, like, man, it's not like 2020 is different, man. You can't let your kids go to do this and da, da 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 It's like, you should never have been letting your kids do these things. Yeah. Everybody says the 1970s was different. Time was different, and, yeah, yeah. People left the doors unlocked. It's like, you shouldn't have left your doors unlocked then either. Yeah. But, you know, maybe it's rampant. It's, it's ramped up a little bit more now, but you shouldn't have been leaving your doors unlocked in 1970. It's always been creeps around. Yeah. So, mace up, taser up, keep you a, a reasonable firearm on you. I you know I know I have my I have my thoughts about firearms in in this country, but I'm not opposed to a a, a handgun to protect yourself. Yeah. But that that video of those uh two rich people, that husband and wife coming out, and he had the like the, the the Scarface M16. Yeah. That if that's the gun where you go, I think I heard somebody in the basement, and that's the gun you go grab. That's psychotic, man. That's crazy. That's too much, and I don't agree with that kind of. Nobody should have that kind of
3: armory in their house. Well, you can get one though.
2: Oh, I know you can. Yeah. Especially when you got a house like he has. Yeah. And a pink polo like he has. Yeah. You know that. i Wife was, got
3: like a little, like a little. Uh, <laughs> she, she,
2: had, she had, like a pimp. Yeah, something. I don't know what that shit was. She was like, wherever you shoot it goes it like, pew. Yeah. Yeah. She had one. She had one of those, and was, it was, and was flaunting it too. That was a crazy, are crazy. That right? was a crazy video. Yeah. The idea though of that being. He's been waiting for that day for so oh, long, for of sure. like there to be some kind of altercation or something that to happen to where he, up and use he it. like took it out of some kind of gold case.
3: Like, never touched like, it. He
2: like flipped it and opened it up. It creaked because it's never been opening. Fucking and that's the gun. Where if shit goes yeah. down, that's the gun. That's nuts.
3: And him. he shoots and jams. And jams because he hasn't oh, used never it. rusty.
2: <laughs> I would. I would. I mean, I wouldn't have loved if he opened fire on yeah. protesters. But I would have loved if it just. It turned out it was like a replica yeah. gun. It wasn't yeah. real. Um, Anyway, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's Fran's turn to tell you some fucked up shit. So stick around.
3: All right. Welcome back. Um, It's my turn to go. My affirmative murder this week is about Henry McCabe. Henry McCabe. Henry McCabe. This is a uh, cold case. Cold case. You know, I love my cold cases. Mm -hmm. This is a cold case. Um, So here we go. So, Henry McCabe was born September 16th, 1984, mm. and was 32 years old at the time of his murder. He lived in Mounds... 30, 32? 32, yep. He lived in Mounds View, Minnesota, with his wife, Kareem McCabe, of 11 years and his two children. He was an adult... I'm sorry, he was an auditor for the state of Minnesota. Mm. Henry McCabe was last seen on September 6th, 2015, and his death occurred sometime in the early morning of September 7th.
2: mm so he was found on September fifteenth. Say it again. You said he was. You said he disappeared on September seventh, and he was found on September. No, 15? he was last seen September. Oh, 6. he was last seen September yeah, yeah, yeah. sixth. What happened on September? And
3: they said it said his death occurred sometime in the early morning of September 7th. Okay.
2: Yeah. You said September fifteenth, right? At some point.
3: I said September sixteenth when he was born. Oh September.
2: Oh okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right,
0: sorry. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh. So on the night of Henry's disappearance. He and two friends, Calvin Johnson and William Kennedy, decided to go out clubbing at Pavilitski, P-Villet- which is a um, oh, that which is a Polish. A, a, Was that Polish? A, lo- uh, a local bar, a local club in Spring Lake Park, Minnesota. Maybe somebody do we have any Minnesota listeners? You know,
2: Minnesota. We definitely should have maybe well, a Minnesota, maybe Minnesota listener or two, yeah. a couple of Minnesota listeners. <clears throat>
3: So, while Henry's wife and kids were staying with friends in California, mm-hmm. according to his friends, Henry had been drinking a lot that night,, mm. which may be a factor of his maybe be a factor in his death. So Henry's friends reported that they took his wallet and keys to slow down his drinking and prevent him from getting behind the wheel. Mm. Sounds like good friends?
2: Sure, yeah, yeah.
3: Some sources stated that Henry may have been dealing with depression. And been behind on rent money and was drinking as a way to deal with um, those complications um, at the time. Right. Which is something it's, that's not yes yeah. yeah. um Also, I, I did read because I read two different articles. I did read that um, you know he was going through some things. Um, he was going through some things at work. Okay. He had like a he had like a bad review mm-hmm. at his job, and that was that was you know stressing him out a little right. bit. Right. might be on a probation type of situation yeah, at yeah. work. Yeah. So, Calvin Johnson reported seeing Henry leaving with William Kennedy at 1.40 a.m. and that he was going to take him home. William Kennedy reported that Henry McCabe asked to be dropped off at a Super America gas station at 2 a.m.
2: Mm. Now. Without a car.
3: Without a car. Without, okay. his, without a wallet, whatever, keys, whatever. If oh. we were out drinking, having a good time.
2: Uh-huh. I'm taking you home. There's no. Yeah, it's like I, well, do need to finish that. Up. If I'm
3: if I'm intoxicated and I'm
2: not driving, I'm not <laughs> dropping you off at a gas station. What are you gonna gas up? I drove you yeah. here, and I'm drunk. Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's weird. Um, even if that guy isn't, because it's a cold case. So even if that guy isn't guilty for doing something, yeah, that's a super weird and stupid thing to do to a, a, somebody who trusted you as their friend. Yeah, to go like, oh, listen, man, take me to the gas station. You're like, okay, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bye. Yeah. He drove off. Drop like, him off. What are, you, what are you
2: asking? Like, what are you doing here, man? I just wanted to get some Twizzlers. Yeah. All right. Well, um, see you tomorrow, man. Yep. Like what?
3: And this was at two a.m. in in the morning. So the Super America gas station security footage had not captured William dropping off Henry. Okay, that's weird. It was later determined that William had gotten confused about the lo- the confused about the location and that he dropped Henry off at a Holiday gas station two miles away.
2: Mm, okay. I guess that's a small. Detail to mess up,
3: is it? I guess. I mean, I, I this guy's already yeah. <laughs> on my radar
2: for dropping your friend off at two o'clock in the morning, yeah. Drunk yeah, yeah. and you yeah. drove him there. What are you? Why are you dropping him off at a gas station?
3: Yeah. So why would Henry's friend drop him off at two a.m. with no keys or wallet, while heavily intoxicated?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Around two thirty a.m., Henry McCabe called his brother and left a voicemail of weird groaning, growling noises, growling sounds, and crying. Mm. There are no. There are no recording of this there is no recording of this voicemail that you know he he left his on brother his, just said this he after. left this yeah, he left this on his brother's uh, voicemail.
2: oh, so it was a voicemail that he didn't keep.
3: I don't know they just said there's no recording of that voicemail that he was left that was left on his brother's phone
2: okay, okay,
3: yeah, so Henry also attempted to contact his wife Karen at um at this time, Henry's contact with his wife is unclear and varies between sources. Some sources claim that his wife actually answered the phone and that Henry claimed he had been shot, while others don't. I mean, it's like it's like it's all over the place. Yeah, different sources saying different things. This is weird. Yeah, yeah. So while others don't. Yeah. So he was saying that. Um,
2: and she was in California. At the she time. was in
3: California. So he said the wife. He said uh-huh. some sources said the wife actually answered the phone and that Henry claimed he had been shot, while others don't mention this claim. For more, um, and it was just they just gave out, um.
2: I would love to know if William is currently married to his ex-wife. I don't know. It's kind of weird. She goes out of town. Yeah. he drops him off at this thing. He now is dead, and I think it's weird that if my if my brother called me and left me a strange voicemail, I guess I'd ha- I'd have to hear it because if yeah. I just go, man, he's drunk. I, I don't know. I can see I, me deleting that. Yeah,
3: maybe. I don't know. I can um.
2: But if it sounded concerning, I would definitely keep it to show yeah. the, to play it for the police. Yeah.
3: I mean, who just who? I don't know, but who deletes every voicemail that you get? I mean, That's what I'm I should—I delete mine until it fills up.
2: That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> if 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 it's full and somebody brings it to my attention, hey, um, I can't leave. I try to leave a voicemail. And it's full. I can't leave a voicemail. Yeah. Then I go through, but I'll go through even those voicemails and just see which ones maybe yeah, yeah, aren't yeah. as important as I thought they were. But if it was a groaning kind of weird sounding voicemail, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be so quick to delete that. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I think it. I think it was weird. Or well, I definitely would try to call my brother back. And then if I can't get in touch with him, then I'm like. Now, now you concerned. were.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't, I didn't even think about that part of the story. I didn't even think about yeah, it. A, I, maybe I can try to look that up and see. No, no, happens.
2: it's fine. I mean, but I mean, I know still, it's, I mean, it's, that's a good point. But even good if you point. don't yeah, look yeah, it yeah, up, yeah. it's odd, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Um, so it's, it's also mentioned that Ker- Karen claimed that there were the same weird groaning, growling sounds that had been left on his brother's voicemail during their call. And that the call ended with someone, with someone yelling, stop it. Now, there is a recording of that voicemail. I'll play that in a little bit. Okay. Um, On the other hand, some sources never mention a phone call, but they do mention that there was a voicemail left on his wife's phone. Okay. The voicemail also contains the same, like, the same growling noises uh, that was left.
2: So this dude was definitely, you know, either running from somebody or was involved in some kind of altercation and got hurt and got away to make a phone, to make some phone calls for help.
3: Yeah. So this is the clip. And I think this was on, like, I think this was on the news. I think this is... A news clip. Okay. There um, so we go.
1: It's a voicemail unlike anything you've ever heard before. There are two minutes worth of noises, bizarre ones. with very little actual talking. Authorities confirmed the disturbing middle-of-the-night call came from Henry McCabe's cell phone. It was Labor Day, September 7th at 2.28 in the morning. McCabe's worried wife heard the message. His and my cell phone connected. Minnesota Community Policing Services is a non agency and acts as a go-between with police and the Liberian community. The leader is trying to help the family make some sense of this recording.
2: The growls turn to high-pitched moans.
1: So, like, like, like he's moaning in pain. Mo- like moaning in pain. Now. Oh, wait. I'll, I'll it right. The tortured grunts
3: Now, this is the first time. Now, this is. I didn't think about it. This is the first time I've ever done a story. And then rereading it. And then me doing it on the show. is like you kind of connect. Two right, dots. Right, right. Now listen to this part. This is this is just popped in my head. Now listen okay. to this first part here.
1: Smell unlike anything you've ever heard before. There are two minutes worth of noises. Remember this bizarre part. Ones.
3: Remember that part. If you can come back, we can come back to that at the how how he's found. they okay. just I just thought on me. Just dawned on me just now. Okay. So that was the clip, that was the news clip, and that was the, you know, what are your thoughts on as far as the clip?
2: Oh, those were some very weird sounds. It sounded like it was an animal, possibly. But also, weirdly, I'm not a stranger to some of those. That definitely sounds like a audio recording of his moments of dying. Mm-hmm. And admittedly, like, I, when I was younger, I did watch, like, those Faces of Death videos and mm-hmm. things like that. And so I've heard people making those kind of sounds mm-hmm. as they're dying. And so that doesn't sound, it doesn't where they say, Oh, it's like growling or things like, man, when people are dying and bleeding out and thing, they make all kind of weird noises, yeah. man. So it's not a thing. I wasn't putting too much stake into the sounds, mm-hmm. but it sounds like you heard something that connected a dot for you. Yeah. 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 So I, I want to okay. finish.
3: Um. So many people question that these sounds were um, uh, what these sounds were. There were no forests where Henry's body was found. Okay,
2: well, that takes the animals
3: out. Up, so that eliminates the possibility of being a bear or wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, some people believe that he made calls because he knew that he was in trouble and needed help. While others believe that there were accidental butt dials.
2: Always possibility. Yeah.
3: Um. So after the calls and voicemails, Henry's phone disconnected and it hasn't been turned on since. And that was the last time anyone heard from Henry McCabe.
2: And they're Liberian? Yeah. Okay. cool.
3: Yeah. Okay. So the Minnesota um, Community Police Department was very was very heavily involved in this case at the beginning. They are an organization that helps people that um, with cases like these, which at the time was a missing persons case. Mm -hmm. They specifically work with the Liberian community and raise ten thousand dollars as reward money for whoever had found Henry. A month later, they pulled the reward because they were accusing Henry's wife, Karen, mm. of withholding information from investigators. Mm. So she is pers- purposefully withholding information, and that we believe, um, we believe we we believe could lead the location and and recovery of Henry McCabe. Mm. We feel like we have all been misled. We have an ethical and moral obligation to the community to do this organization. Um, and to do it the right and to do the right thing, and that was David Singleton, who was the leader of the organization. Mm-hmm. So on November second, Henry's body was found. His body was found face down in water. Now, that clip sounds oh, like
2: it's like his head's being held down in the water. Exactly.
3: Wow. Now that part, that's why I was saying that part of the not I, wow. I didn't put the two together when I first did the When I you know read the story earlier, but yeah. that clip and how he was found sound like he was being drowned yeah. in water. Yeah, like that sounds like a noise you would yeah, make. Yeah, when, you, to, when you was a kid to, just playing around and what you make that with your yeah. lips or whatever. Yeah, that's exactly what. it... That's to me. That's that what it fa- exactly. No, I
2: fully me. agree with you. That I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I didn't know the body where he was found. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes perfect sense.
3: Um. So his body was found face down. Yeah, he was,
2: so he's found face down, like. He made those noises until he stopped moving and died and they he, he was left there basically it, it kind of seemed like like they found him with his face in a his puddle, face puddle that, of water
3: yeah and also like if somebody if somebody killed him they they called i don't it's speculation well, they, they they
2: have, his, I mean it could have been them chasing him and he's calling and then yeah. he gets caught yeah. And yeah, then yeah, at, yeah. He gets yeah. caught at this body of water, yeah, and they just put his head in the water to, to to drown him, you know. Yeah, but
3: he had, but he called two people.
2: But I'm saying if he's running because he's drunk, he's running through whatever yeah, but, the road down the road or into the woods yeah. or whatever. He might have got a couple of phone calls off. I but also he don't made, know what phone in 2015. I assume everybody still had a had an iPhone.
3: Yeah, but I'm saying that he made the. They said the voice they made is was on his brother's voicemail right. and that call and his wife. Right, right. So, I mean, he couldn't have... I mean, I don't know. It, 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 you have to call yeah, two people also, for that. He's drunk. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, true. You know?
2: So, I don't know.
3: Um, Yeah, so they said that he was face down in water in Rush in Rush Lake. Um, He faced down in water in Rush Lake, and he was found by a kayaker. Mm. So, the location was six miles from where he was last um dropped off. So, that's, I mean, that's a little ways away from the yeah, gas a station. A lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: Tell me, man. It sounds like he was fleeing from something or... Maybe this was like a a drug deal gone bad, or I don't know something to that effect. My main theory is that his friend did it. Yeah, and I think maybe on behalf of his wife. That's my mm-hmm. that's my main theory. Yeah, is like his wife orchestrated a kind of lovers' court. They were in an entanglement, and <laughs> and she got his friend to set him up to be killed, or to do it himself, or something. That's my main theory. My second theory is. He got dropped off to go cop, and shit went sideways or something like that.
3: Yeah, well, this is
1: what it might have been like. That's his wife. What circumstances would have made him sound like that? The
2: voicemail I mean, isn't crying. stark. She was yeah. just. I, I don't. I never. Yeah, I try yeah, not yeah. to do the, the How thing, people yeah, should yeah, sound yeah, yeah, when yeah. they're a sad thing. But that is something you got to take into account. Now, she wasn't Carol Baskin's level, like, why would I kill them? But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. When you add the point, the part where the people who are representing this man are now saying, we think his wife's hiding something. Mm -hmm. That definitely doesn't subtract from my theory. It adds to it. So I don't know. It's, yeah. it's weird. I don't know why she was in California and he wasn't. The Were they separated? Like, why Why were, Why was she visiting family with the kids yeah. and he didn't go and he's out partying? It's, to me, it sounds like a dude who separated from his wife and is, is having a night out with the boys to feel better about the tri- the tribulations that going on at home.
3: Yeah. I mean, we don't know. I don't know the context around the whole thing. Yeah, no. It's we all don't know. We're yeah, speculating. We're speculating, but, you know, it was also... It could be that, it could be him stressed out that he, had, he can't pay his rent right. or whatever. We, we don't know what happened in between of, you know, what the situation is going on now. But yeah, he was found six miles from where he was last dropped off and which is the opposite direction of where he lived. Um, many people wonder how did he even get there. Um, there were no streams for him, for his body to float down and the location was far away from any major roads. Mm. The coroner declared that it was an accidental drowning because there were no injuries to the body. Those scratches, bruises, or mm. the bullet hole that Henry claimed that there would be on the alleged phone call to his wife,
2: so he he wasn't shot. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. That changes things.
1: Though. Yeah. Um. T-
2: well, it doesn't really change things for me because <laughs> he could still have been being chased. Yeah. Even if he wasn't, I thought he was may have possibly been injured in running. Yeah. He could have still been running.
3: I. <sighs> I mean, but he's intoxicated, so he wouldn't have got far. Him trying to run. Or it- it's this wouldn't have happened if, if you if, if a close friend dropped you off but at a gas station. That's
2: why day. he's suspect number one for me. Yeah. And I have to assume they crossed him off if it's a cold case, but like the main question is like, why didn't you just take him home and make sure he got in the house okay? Like yeah. a like a good friend would do. Why would you drop somebody off at a gas station at two yeah. o'clock in the morning?
3: Yeah. Um
2: So they're saying there's no streams
3: that has been that, that yeah. he
2: would have just like Fell ended, in, ended up there. And then yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, so to, to add to the suspicions, the FBI got involved with this case. The police and FBI are possibly holding information from the public because it, it's an, an active investigation. Mm-hmm. Also, why would the FBI get involved in the accidental drowning? Right. Which is a very good question. So uh, in this article, um, this is the com. They have three theories. Oh, okay. oh please. So I'll read. Um, so theory number one, um, the Smiley Face Killers. So the Smiley Face Killers are a group of serial killers who typically take college-age boys who are heavily intoxicated and waterboard them in the back of trucks. They tend to leave their victims in water to make them look like um, a drowning victim and wash away the key evidence that may be left on the body.
2: This is like a thing? This is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they just casually i don't know what what website is this this is the Odyssey. that sounds like some movie <laughs> shit that's like that movie uh the visitors or whatever when those people was like why are you doing this to us because you were home yeah.
3: They had like the paper they had like yeah, the, yeah, the back yeah, yeah this is they're saying that's like a thing this is like a group they, they just this. go out around and, and drowning people and drown people i mean i mean we all How know are you just gonna say that casually yeah. like I don't oh, know.
2: they're still at large yeah and they haven't been found yet yeah. the, the, you know the smiley face killers yeah. That's a crazy thing to just say. That's the first theory. <laughs> that's the first theory. Yes, um, I'm on the, I think
3: the second one.
2: Hope they other ones make more. <laughs> that didn't even. I thought the first one was gonna be like his wife or like a, something that is involved with the stuff that we have. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. like a <laughs> like what the <laughs> a serial killer gang.
3: All right, the smiley face kills. They yeah, just go I mean, around. That's crazy. You should. They should catch. They should catch the, those people. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's crazy to just say that. Like that's just a oh yeah they just. They just go that's, around doing that. Yeah, that's just, out, just what they do. Just, they're just out there. Yeah. <laughs>
3: uh, so the theory number two is the Liberian Civil War. Oh. Henry McCabe moved to America to escape the violence of Liberian of the Liberian Civil War, which he lived during the fourteen years before fleeing. Mm-hmm. They've done it for years. We need to find out what happened. Lavetta, um This was said. This says some of the Liberians who have immigrated to U.S. This would explain FBI involvement in the case. Mm. Emery's mother felt that her son was sacrificed in the Liberian ritual, possibly associated with the Liberian Civil War.
2: Jesus. I didn't think that's where that was going at all. I thought yeah. it was going to be like a, a, a somebody from a rival part of Liberia who also moved here killed him. Yeah. They're, these theories are nuts. Yeah. <laughs> like, where I thought that was going when you told me the Liberian Civil War yeah. thing it was like, oh, okay, yeah, like some beef. Yeah, so I'm from this part of Liberia. You're from this part of Liberia, and they caught him slipping at a gas station. You're like, no, they think he was sacrificed. Yeah, in a ritual, which is wild.
3: Yeah, at two in the morning.
2: I, these theories are nuts. Yeah, I don't agree with either. Of these. Yeah, I don't know. This is just let the last theory be like a one that is uses the tools that we've accumulated through the story. This is crazy, man.
3: So theory number I even three. Know there
2: was a civil war in Liberia. Yeah. I only know that Michael uh, Jackson line from that
3: one song. <laughs> so theory number three is a date rape drug. Um, there is a possibility that Henry McCabe actually did drown at the club. Somebody might have dropped something in Henry's drink, making making him completely impaired as the night went on. But this still leaves people wondering how he ended up in a in the yeah. lake. His family also claims that he knew how to swim.
2: He was high on drugs and ran six miles to a lake. Yeah. Um and, and, and just his head was in it.
3: Yeah, these were the theories of this article. I'm not saying this came from uh law enforcement or anything right, right, like right, that. Right, 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 Yeah, <laughs> those are
2: some those are some big theories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are some big theories. I I bet on the list of those theories for this the Odyssey. Yeah, it's like aliens, um, <laughs> Bigfoot, uh, a gang of children murderers. Like yeah. they're like a gang of little tiny kids who murder people in the middle of the night. Yeah, it's like these aren't. None of these are based on any of the stuff that we've accumulated through telling the story. Yeah. Like I think it was uh the Chupacabra. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So that was Henry McCabe, an unsolved case. Wow. Um, I don't know if I don't I tried to reach I don't know My if it's, money's on his friend. I still can't see if it's open, if it's still an open case, but it's still unsolved. Nobody know how this dude ended up at face down in the lake. I still think those that clip from him being on phone is him being drowned in yeah, water. Yeah. That
2: makes perfect sense. Um it sounds uh, this sounds a lot like the horsford the the horsford case i mean there's no direct person to be well actually no there is his friend yeah this is weird man yeah if this comes rule to suicide if the end result of this is or was uh, you know you say it's still a cold case so that yeah they that, it that an makes accidental it still drowning open. okay yeah. well
3: that still makes it his fault yeah so what i'll do is that's weird i'll come back on next week and i am I'm going to go to Reddit because they talk about all kinds of shit on Reddit. Deep dive. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll well, see. Reddit,
2: Reddit also does a lot of the. I bet you the Reddit theory is the Liberian the, Civil War sacrifice thing. Yeah. They, I mean, Reddit, they go into some shit too about the facts and stuff, but yeah. they also. But some of the shit is
3: off the wall. It's like.
2: Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. Reddit is still talking about that whole Wayfair thing that happened uh, yesterday where they Oh, about them abducting, trafficking yeah, Sex trafficking yeah. kids. I, I don't know. I don't think that was happening. Yeah. But. It looked pretty. Why would, it looked pretty nuts. Why would a cabinet?
3: It had like a cabinet for like thirty thousand, yeah, like fifteen thousand. Why would a Why would With an L sofa, be, why would L sofa be Why would an
2: L sofa be sixteen thousand dollars on Wayfair? Yeah, one thing. It was Restoration Hardware or something like that. But it, <laughs> this is a way. This is a website that sells discount furniture. Yeah, nothing should be thirty thousand dollars. So yeah. weird thing, but yeah, go on Reddit. Let me know what you find. Yeah, um, and maybe we'll bring an update next week. I, we typically don't do things like we. We usually either forget or we just don't do stuff like that. But maybe if if you find something that's like really worth, yeah, blown, worth, yeah,
1: I'll we'll come do an up, update.
3: that was Henry McCabe. Um, the what do case. you think? What? What I think? I think that I do think his friend has something to do with it. Yeah, I think his friend has. I think his friend might have drowned him. Hmm. Cause he was vulnerable. He was yeah, drunk.
2: Yeah, and he was the last person to see him yeah. alive. And he was in was his you? care.
3: Yeah, and then because um, because they took his belongings. The guy, the the person that took his belongings wasn't even with him. It was his. I think oh, it was so the like other one of
2: one Calvin Johnson, Megatron. Yeah, took his keys and his phone, and then yeah. the other friend drove dropped him off. Yeah,
3: so we don't know what happened after he dropped him off. There was nothing. I didn't find anything as far as you know what. The friend said, or whatever. Right. We don't. I don't know. I'm a, I'll look into it. But if I didn't, you can't I trust somebody anything. with
2: their keys or their wallet, you shouldn't be dropping them off in like a public location at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You should be taking them to their home. I don't know how he was going to get him into his house. He must have at least had his keys on him. Because maybe
3: he, he was being aggressive or something. Maybe he was like, he was like,
2: fine, okay, man. You, well, this is where you want to go. I'll yeah. drop." Even that's not a good friend. No,
3: stay with him if anything. Yeah,
2: if he gets mad or whatever, ride through it, man. Get him yeah. home. Crazy, yeah, I think man. it was. I think it was the friend, and I also think it's a possibility that it was a lover's triangle. Yeah, I, I think didn't think about was that. An, this be, might have been an entanglement,
3: yeah. Well, this article that came out last year in May of last year, so
2: I don't know. Yeah. Get on Reddit, man. See if yeah, you want yeah. some updates on that.
3: uh I, yeah, I'll go and read a couple. Of, I don't want to get caught down that up in
2: yeah, yeah, like, a rabbit hole. Then you wake up like, man, it, none of reality. We, <laughs> we're all in a, a, a simulation, yeah. yeah. When I go down those rabbit holes, man. They always end up, yeah, I don't, me, I don't it always know ends up me f- being like, oh, all this shit is a lie. Yeah. And we're all puppets in a scheme and it's <laughs> the Matrix. So I, I try to dial back from going down rabbit holes like I used to, man. I went down this rabbit hole a couple oh, months ago about Seven Up and Monsters Energy Drink and the symbolism and the advertisements and how it's the devil. And oh, oof, that was a deep you one. You
3: know, they were saying that was a deep one before July 4th. <laughs> Cause my, my my Steph tells me shit and I'm like, you cannot don't believe everything you see on the internet. Cause some of the shit they put on there is like it make you it make you it sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but it make you it make you second guess shit like I mean it that, that that kinda makes sense. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. But then it's like that's that's
2: the best there is no way. Yeah, yeah. That's the best ones that get you when it kinda make a little bit of sense.
3: It was like, she said, all the firecrackers that's going off, there wasn't they they wasn't really it was like something the government is doing for when they shoot shoot people when they, they, they shoot black they go, people. So it's fireworks. They just think it's fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that shit is crazy, but it you go Yeah, you go, damn, I mean it's I been a know. lot of fireworks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's it's been like fireworks in going going like May. All. <laughs> they were setting fireworks off in May and I was just going like, damn, I must have got their hands on some fireworks yes. early nobody's outside though. I was like, nobody's outside, but I keep hearing all these fireworks. Look, you
3: got me doing it. Yeah. That's how it is. You be like, when she told me, I was like, I haven't
2: really seen anybody look like a group of people lighting fireworks. I just hear them.
3: Yeah. It's just like, as a man, it was like, I had to go, don't don't believe this shit. But in my head, I'm like, Oh yeah, no, it's I don't been know. it's been a month just, before, <laughs> before yeah, July. Like, They've been doing fireworks for a long ass time. I just heard some fireworks about ten minutes
2: ago. It's July the eleventh or
3: something, you know. So yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, know. man. That shit is wild. That's a good one.
2: That's a tough one. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, I know man. what I'm doing tonight on YouTube. Okay, cool. Uh <laughs> firework, uh government. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's gonna be my search tonight. Uh well let's uh let's go ahead and jump into these good vibes though. <laughs>
3: Alright, welcome back, people. This is the good vibes segment. Um I look forward to this segment after we sat there and talk about all the fucked up shit. I yeah, know for sure. We need to wind down a little bit. Definitely so we can go out on a good note. <clears throat> so my um good vibes this week, um this heartwarming story began unfolding on Father's Day when some good Samaritans got creative so they could get an elderly man out of the heat. Um now this was in Chicago. chi-town Chi Town. I mean, I don't know what the weather's been like there, but I know it's been hot as shit here.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I picture them being like a humid kind of town like we yeah. are as well.
3: Uh, so the 70-year-old man was pushing a cart around Chicago neighborhood. Mm. Hard work for anyone on a hot summer day. But now, thanks to some sweet customers um, and the kindness that went viral, he may finally have the opportunity to enjoy retirement. Oh, wow. So Rosario Del Rio works harder than many folks half his age. Until yeah. this month, he had been working as a carpenter from home. Damn. Since an injury forced him to take a break from his profession, he had pushed a refrigerator cart through the streets selling paletas, which mm. is a Mexican style ice pop, um, to his neighbors. So Don Rosario has an affection he as he is affectionately known, um, and was Don, born Don Rosario? Yeah. He was born in Mexico and where's his traditional uh like some dressed up suit, Mexican suit with his cowboy hat mm. and um, a belt like this belt Damn! Um, whenever he goes and sell his frozen treats. Right,
2: and you got all that shit on and ideally, yeah. you want it to be hot as fuck because that's when yeah. people are going to want <laughs> your yeah. shit. So business is good for you when it's hot as fuck outside, but you also have to push around a refrigerator yeah. all day. Yeah, in the heat.
3: Yeah. Them shits to be gone because I will be eating them. Uh, won't be making no money. So it may have been a holiday for dads across the U.S. but not but for Don Rosario, it was another day at the office, mm. pushing his paleta cart around the neighborhood. Since Oscar Gonzalez as his and his friend Victor Dominguez was hosting Father's Day, was hosting a Father's Day barbecue for their families, they invited the paleta cart salesman to join them.
2: Mm, like sit outside and like yeah. do it, do it for the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
3: everyone bonded quickly. And before long, they decided to buy all the paletas and the Don Rosario's cart so they could. So, they could, so that he can go home and rest.
2: That's bullshit.
3: So uh-huh. one of their friends recorded a video of the heartwarming um, sale and posted it on social media, um sharing on the app TikTok. Mm. After the video went viral... Which is,
2: which is apparently banned now or something. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I, they, the government was like...
3: Oh, I heard it, but is that true? They, they were they, shut they, it down? They,
2: they're working on it. Apparently China's using it to spy on America. So Donald Trump was wow. like, nah, get that up out of here. At the very least, I know Amazon has now banned anybody that's like in the corporate branch of their office Mm -hmm. is now they're they have their order to delete tiktok off of their phone because they share sensitive emails about amazon to you know on their phones Mm. so they're not allowed to have the app on their phone anymore oh shit so the ban is probably coming i would assume damn
3: you act like you were on there doing the savage dance or something like that but i'm i'm just saying not for me because i was known but man people were Oh, was, money. It was oh, big. Yeah. It was making money. Which like, name down? was making like a couple, like thousands of dollars a TikTok? Uh, Ch- uh, Jason Derulo. Oh, he was making more than that. All that. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, just, I, I know yeah. he's making. I'm just saying he's making thousands of
2: dollars. Yeah, he's making hella
3: money off. Yeah, th- yeah. yeah. for sure. Yeah, too, for which sure. is wow. Yeah. Um. Well, have you seen them? I've seen a couple of. They're amazing. Yeah. He has
2: like TikTok Premium.
3: Oh really? I don't
2: know if that's a thing. But he, you, if I got TikTok, I can't fucking make a Lamborghini just be in my house. Mm. He has a Lamborghini in his house, actually. But the shit he's doing is next level. Yeah. The <laughs> graphics is crazy.
3: Yeah. Uh, so after the video went viral, the family used the publicity to set up a fundraiser that could help the immigrant retire. Nice. What is that? GoFundMe mm-hmm. campaign. And the the, the, initial goal, the donations. The initial goal was to raise ten thousand dollars. Mm.
2: How much? How much did he get, friend?
3: They donated. $62,000. <laughs> $62,000 on his GoFundMe campaign. So even before learning that his new friends had uh, co- collected a huge sum for his retirement, Don says he was moved by te- he was moved to tears by their generosity that day, although he is grateful to have the opportunity to work. $62,000, man.
2: Oh yeah, man. You know, it's blessings
3: coming in. $62,000.
2: Blessings coming
3: in. That is crazy, but that that's my good vibe. Don Rosario, old man. I'm glad he's finally get the... not. I'm he now. He yes, probably can just do it for fun. Yeah. But he doesn't. I don't think he has, has, to, to, has to do has it. Has to go out for the pa- for 100, the hundred. Yeah, hundred degree days. The paletas card. Push his car around. Shout out his, to GoFundMe, tasty man. treats.
2: Yeah. Shout out to GoFundMe when those blessings come in, bro. I'm telling you. Now, do they
3: make money? What Ooh. do they get? GoFundMe. <laughs> probably get a get a percentage. probably. Percentage, probably. Okay, yeah, cool.
2: Yeah. Probably take ten percent on top or something like that. GoFundMe, bro. <laughs> yeah.
3: Exactly. Donations. Big Ross?
2: it's dr umar oh okay donations coming in
3: dr umar is that that guy that yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> that guy's full of shit i'm sorry
2: like they make it the food it's making the kids gay
3: yeah that's that's when you
2: like oh the rabbit hole i've reached the end of the rabbit yeah hole. if you end up on a Docu, dr umar video you've reached the end of the you've rabbit hole. The turn around yeah and go the other way
3: he lost me when he go oh Y'all need to investigate the NBA for Kobe. I was like, yep, I'm done with him. That's it. That was they it. They killed him.
2: It's like, all right, man, you have a good day. <laughs>
3: that was it for me. That was the, the last The
2: rabbit time. hole has to come to an end eventually. <laughs> and if you find yourself getting yelled at by Dr. Umar, the rabbit hole is over yeah. now. You can turn around, go home, <laughs> close YouTube, go to sleep. Uh, My good vibe story this week is a story about wine fairies uh so an endearing new movement for uh neighborly kindness is putting a benevolent twist on the game ding dong ditch okay which was always a good time when i was a kid yeah uh i was not the fastest Mm -hmm. but the thrill is in almost getting caught caught, Yeah. so that made it very fun for me because i always almost got caught yeah and one time i did get caught and then you get the like the, the, the person is bringing you to the to the home to be like, yeah, he knocked on my door and a bunch of kids ran off, but I caught this one. Yeah, my grandmother tore me up, man. It man. was a, it was a fiesta.
3: I remember one time we was playing ding dong ditch, and then a friend of ours, um, <laughs> he like threw a trash can through the window
2: of a house yeah of a, of a house <laughs> who the <laughs> fuck
3: were you hanging out
2: with jesus christ that's an elevation man. i'll tell
3: you i'll tell you what his name is at the right, okay. he like threw up a, a, a trash can through the window uh-huh. and it shattered the window of course and we ran what? and then like 10 minutes later there we you heard police you heard helicopters and i don't know if this was for us i don't know you,
2: as far as you were scared
3: was- we were scared as shit man I don't know if that was for us, but we were scared as shit. Who well, you probably threw your through that
2: trash? Or oh not you, my, but they—that yeah. person probably threw that trash can through some old white person's house, and they thought a terrorist attack man. just happened. They probably called the police, horrified.
3: I don't know if that was for us, but it was—it was. If it wasn't, it was perfect timing. Can. But it—we oh, was terrified. Well,
2: man. this isn't what they happened. Had the,
3: they had the light, the helicopter. Yeah, my light
2: was on you. Damn, Crazy. friend. Over <laughs> some ding dong ditch.
3: Crazy, man. Come on, bro. You I never forget. Watch that.
2: the company you keep. <laughs> anyway, this this ding dong ditch did not get. Is not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as a means of cheering up American communities during the COVID-19 outbreaks, myster- uh, mysterious groups of good doers known as wine fairies have been leaving booze and treats on people's doorsteps. Mm. The first sisterhood of the traveling wine Facebook group was founded by a mom who wanted to spread joy by leaving bottles of wine on doorsteps of strangers, okay. friends, and neighbors. Hundreds of other wine fairies in the Facebook group with as many as 78,000 members mm. white women love their wine. I'm sure yeah. there's women of all varieties, but I'm sure this is, I, I get the feelings based on the pictures that this is a group predominantly made up of suburban white women. Yeah. They love wine. Yeah. Uh, they have now appeared across the country as COVID-19 continues to keep everyone six feet apart. The fairies collect the addresses of wine lovers in their communities and ask which varieties of wine they would prefer to receive. The members dressed in wa- in wings, tutus, and magic wands. Then tiptoe to people's doors, place their gifts on the st- on the stoops, and ring the doorbell and run for cover. Yeah. But like it's that thing they run for cover, but like you can see them. Yeah. It's that ca- they like want to get caught. Yeah. And then they go, oh, wine, yeah. and then they run away, which I, that would annoy me. That would. Yeah. I don't want this, but I'm sure it brings delight to some other woman or person who loves wine. And and, a, it, and either once part a week the- or something. They just do it Randomly, randomly okay. So it could be my, every day they might go to a, a new house, but they there's some you don't you're not gonna get wine from you know who a wine fairy is yeah. if you get the wine because they they know you you're in the community yeah, you yeah. give them your name and stuff so it's not like they wouldn't just drop wine off Random, my house because yeah, yeah. if I open my door and it's like some white lady hiding behind a bush and throwing glitter in the sky I'm calling the police yeah <laughs> <laughs> all this Karen shit going on I don't know what you're trying to do don't try yeah. to pull shit on me get out of my bush now. Take this bottle of wine. I don't know what's in this. Get out of here. <laughs> I already fucked up earlier this year. I ate a pecan pie from my neighbor. shouldn't be just eating gifts from people. Yeah. Well, not now? to happen? Luckily. Yeah. This time, friend. Yeah, yeah. This time. Anyway, uh, like I said, they collect their addresses and go and drop one off at their house and they run and hide for cover. Uh, one person was quoted as saying, it's all about bringing other people happiness and making new relationships, which we just discussed. No. Yeah. No is new it, friends. Is
3: it happiness, though?
2: It's drunkness, and that could be a moment of happiness. But it's not like you know it's coming. But you don't know when. Again, <laughs> That's the thrill. Where it's like, oh, it's my turn to today.
3: Yay. Yeah.
2: Man, you take the small happiness where you can get them at a time like this. People stuck in the house, can't go do nothing. Yeah. We just were talking about the guy with fresh outfits, can't wear them nowhere. <laughs> and you got a bottle of wine outside, maybe some some Trader Joe snacks. And now look at you. Yeah. Days made. Um, This woman, uh, she was 40-year-old Carol Kara Rendell. Uh, she she is the person who uh, created the movement in her home of Raleigh, North Carolina. She said it starts off as a random act of kindness to a stranger and becomes a friendship with the neighbor you didn't know you had. Hmm. Again, I'm not looking for I don't want to be friends with my neighbors. Yeah, I want to be neighbors with my neighbors. If you need me to water your plants or something like that when you're on vacation, I maybe can do that for you. Maybe take your mail in, anything like that. But as far as like us going out and doing stuff, I'm good. Yeah. I have friends already. I'm cool. Let's be let's be neighbors to each other.
3: I want to see the members in this group.
2: I want know what the... Demographic is? Yeah. Take a guess. Uh, her <laughs> North Carolina <laughs> chapter of the group now touts over 51,000 members. Black people like wine. Black people like wine, but black people don't like fucking doing a whole bunch of... What black person... None of my aunts are putting on tutus and fairy wings and going to hide in somebody's bush. <laughs> It would be it more wouldn't funny. turn out well. Yeah, it would be more funny where it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm stuck in this damn but it, it would the the it would be funny for a it's different too hot. Yeah. Like, Shit. Fuck these wings. It's like it would turn my aunt. It would be a whole different thing. <laughs> Jane's on. Get in a, you you hear him before you even over the get in the cause like get in the bush, girl. Get in the bush. I'm not getting in no bush. I'm like, oh, I, th- I think the wine fairies are here. <laughs> you don't even got to open the door. It's hot as hell out here. I ain't doing no running. <laughs> <laughs> they just drop it off and just walk away from your your door. They're not going to go run into the bush. They walk through the
0: grass. <laughs> <laughs> Black
2: people are different, man. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing... I'll, I'll, I'll give you some wine. I'm not doing all this extra shit rolling around on the grass and all this. Here's the wine. <laughs> you might get uh, you might get one of my aunts to put the tiara on yeah. but to run away from nothing like bing boom you yeah. see her still walking away kind of a little bit down your walkway like oh hey girl oh hey yeah the wine's right there i'm a wine fairy that's all you get it's not gonna be any kind of like uh, Ooh, i'm a yeah. wine fairy yeah. here's a rhyme about wine hiding in the bush or something yeah. nah, there's damn. there's no be no role-playing no nah. <laughs> <laughs> my role-playing is i have on this tiara and and my shirt has wings yeah. on it. this is a shirt that I painted wings on it uh so so the group is called the sisterhood of the traveling wine but the group is is ed and isn't just about wine we want eventually to include children all the way up to grandparents so i guess the kids would be dropping off wine as well i don't yeah. know if this this is this is interesting but there's pictures yeah. of, there's pictures of people like in motion cuz they pull they it's like a drive by they pull okay. up and they open the door boom they run up to the door boom drop the Drop the wine on the thing, bing yeah. boom, and then they run back to the car. But the the goal is to get to the car in time so that when they open the door, you're already like, here's enjoy the wine, oh, and then right. the car's driving off. And that's where the communication will break down if it was my family involved, because okay. yeah, yeah. they would still be walking to the car. Yeah, enjoy the wine, girl. It's still <laughs> still walking gingerly. It's hot. I'm not doing. all I'm not running. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, so um, oh, Randall, who invented, who created the group, is now expanding and creating alternative versions of the gifting of the gift giving group, including the Brotherhood of Booze mm. and Beer, and okay. a non alcoholic version for kids. See, this is where All you, right. I, but see, this is the thing though: when you get into numbers like this, thousands of people doing it, and then you talk about, and we're gonna drop stuff off for kids. Yeah. Then you get into, this is a potential pedophile territory. Yeah. <laughs> It's just the stuff you got to yeah. think about in times like this is good vibes, but it just maybe just keep it to wine and alcohol and giving it For to adults. adults. Yeah, I don't want random adults coming and dropping stuff off to my kids. Well, are they dropping like uh,
3: candy? I would uh, imagine
2: it would be not, you know, juice. Okay. Maybe, you know, Capri Suns or yeah, something. Yeah. But no, what adult in 2020 is like, yeah, bring off foreign objects to my house and I'll let my kids feed on them. Yeah. You know, every, every year they tell me it's apples and razor blades in the candy. Yeah. So nobody's going to want you to drop off. Random snacks to their kids But That's what she wants to do I understand that The the, the, the mindset. Where's the money coming from? From out of the, I think it's out of their pockets It's not like an organi- It's not like a um a, a, a Organization It's like It's more of a movement Oh they just got money to spend huh Yeah they got some Disposable income Fuck that You know I'm second round of the Trump checks supposed to be coming out So Are they? Maybe we'll start the Brotherhood of Booze Baltimore chapter Yeah I won't be doing that <laughs> I'm not
3: shit I already deliver shit too, <laughs> <doing that. I'm laughs> so gonna, I do that I'm not gonna be doing for, that I'm yeah. gonna do it on my spare time <laughs> I did it for Fair enough i yeah. bad Oh yeah <laughs> that's I'm my bad friend Post, i man. forgot
2: who i was talking to
3: stuff be like let's go for a walk i'm like I'm gonna yeah, walk. Man. <laughs> i walk man. To
2: man. i walk every day to keep the lights on in this house you think i'm gonna walk on my free time i'm not walking free, for going crazy. off in the house me to, hey can you hand me that hand you something i hand in order to keep food on the table i hand people stuff all day i will not do it on my day on my day off i will not <laughs> Uh, uh, she also says she pla- uh, that cruise lines are reaching out to her about even having a cruise for the sisterhood, uh, the group, okay. which is like, but again, I'm not touching a cruise in 2020 or in the next five years. Cruises are already some of the most unsanitary places in the world, and now there's a disease going around that's killing people, so I'm not getting on a cruise ship. But I understand what she's saying, it's like, it's like Tom Joyner, the radio show host, he used to do yeah. a cruise every year, it's like, you get, it's like. You have enough people that can all afford to, if we all buy tickets, we can rent out a whole cruise and have it be wine themed and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it sounds like a cool idea. I think this is a cool little movement of, you know, suburban people. Uh, the group, she says, the group started during COVID, but it's not going to stop after COVID. Nope. I think always, I think we always need to be spreading kindness and cheer, and that's the main message of this that I wanted yep. to share. You know, this is the way that she's doing it, but there's other ways that you can spread kindness and cheer and positivity. Whether it's you know you um, put together uh, some some packages to take to some yeah. kind of homeless shelter, or you make some donations to some worthy causes, or whatever it is, spread. Kindness and cheer in your own way. They just so happen to put on tutus and fairy wings and go take wine to people.
3: Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. Seems like a lot of work. It
2: sounds like a fun idea. It's almost you you ever ever seen a bunch of white people doing like they do you know ever seen I've been a part of one or two, Um, like they do like public scavenger hunts, like go to the go to the college campus and look for the green flag hanging on the thing. White people, yeah, the white people just love to just do shit. Go Mm -hmm. on uh, pub like they go on bar crawls dressed as animals. You never heard of SantaCon?
3: Heard Comic no, Santa
2: Con. No, SantaCon is a bunch every year, not this year for sure, but every year a bunch of people go to New York, dress as Santa, Santa Claus, yeah. and go just get drunk and go to different bars and stuff. A white person definitely invented SantaCon. White people just like to do just silly shit. Yeah. And this is one of those things. And it sounds like a fun little movement. And I think, shout out to these women for. Wait, you've been, you've done that? You've, no, fuck no. I'm, I'm not about gonna to say. Get fucking it, drunk
3: in New York and, the, and be cold. I mean, what, I, I was saying like, yeah, but I say, did you go and like be a black Santa?
2: No, there's black Santas there. It's not like a, a whites-only Santa, uh, oh. but it was started by a white person. I yeah, would yeah. put money on that. Uh, <clears throat> um, but yeah, shout out to these women. They they like wine, and they wanted to gift people wine, and it started off as this small little movement. It's almost like the thing where you're talking about you go to Dunkin' Donuts, and sometimes the person behind you buys your food. Yeah. It's like that, except they did it by you know giving people wine, and yeah. now it's sparked this kind of movement across the nation kind of, sort of, and all these women and men, apparently, like to go and drop off wine to people. Merlots and whites and reds and all this, you know. So, shout out to them. Like I said, the main point is their goal is to to spread kindness and positivity. So, shout out to them. Yeah. Um, um, That was my good vibe for the week. Fran, that is really all I have to touch on. Before we go, I wanted to ask... Oh, we didn't even... I watched Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, okay, before, cool. Before we go, I watched that first episode of Unsolved Mysteries yeah. with the Ray Rivera case. Uh, very nuts. Yeah, man. To anybody who hasn't watched that episode of Unsolved Mysteries, highly recommended. Yeah. I think everybody's watching it right now, so yeah. it's, it's pretty kind of in the zeitgeist of pop culture right now. But I don't have any theories on that. They touched on to some, you know... You Freemasons know, type shit. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and upper echelon type of business people that he might have gotten mixed up with. Yeah. The initial theory that I had from watching it was that he was maybe doing research for some kind of documentary mm-hmm. and got into some rooms that he wasn't supposed to be in and mm-hmm. got discovered because there's a documentary on, you know, we, you know, all these rappers, I know you listen to Absol, So like, yeah, Ab has a song, a song talking about Bohemian Grove. Yeah. Well, Bohemian Grove is a real place. Yeah. I think you've talked about this at points in time in, in the past, but it's a real place that these government officials go to. Yeah. And whether it's for some silly, superfluous, like, uh fraternity type shit because because these fraternities and colleges have some weird rituals too they burn themselves with irons to put the mm-hmm. marks on them they wear robes and all this kind of stuff maybe bohemian grove is just that but it also could possibly be some super dark creepy spiritual dark shit right yeah. so if he was this uh, if, if ray who wanted to be a director and would write things and all this kind of stuff maybe he was writing some kind of documentary about the Freemasons and trying to get footage and get into rooms and learn about some stuff that he wasn't supposed to learn about to reveal to the world. And one of them found out, and I don't know, but my, my theory ends where it's like, but how did he fall straight out of the sky through a roof?
3: That shit was wild. And nobody knows. They're like, I don't, that's, we don't know. <laughs> like, why is there a hole in the roof and nobody knew it was there? Yeah. Like that, that part is what's like, and then
1: like,
2: he throws me off. they're like, if he jumped, he would have had to like run, and swan dive off the yeah. off the roof. Yeah. But then when his wife goes again, and this is why in my story when I did Tamala Horsford last week, I wanted to include what her husband was saying because if his wife is saying we're both terrified of heights, yeah. So even if he was up here, he ain't running. Yeah. Off the building, he yeah. won't. If he trips off or closes his eyes and falls off, but in order to get to where he got to, he would have had to bravely. He would have to jump off the building like Spider-Man. Yeah, 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 You know, like, get a running start and jump thinking you're going to make it to the yeah, next side or something. Yeah,
3: and his glasses wasn't broken his phone wasn't scratched.
2: Yeah, a lot of weird stuff in that case, So that man. shit was that. And also the, the the thinking that if the theory is that he fell from the sky from that velocity and nobody heard a fucking rocket yeah. fall out of the sky, right. which is a fucking 200-pound man, and nobody fucking heard that or nobody that looked out of those windows of the buildings looked down and saw the hole you you scream fall from something like that it's just is the only way you don't scream though is if you did it intentionally yeah. i guess but it they say he couldn't have just he he couldn't have just thrown himself off the building yeah. the distance yeah it, it's a crazy story. I highly it's, recommend. It's highly recommend Unsolved Mysteries. Very good first episode. That's the only one I watched. but yeah, that me was Very nuts. I was, I was. Uh, when you brought it up last week, I couldn't talk to you about it, but I wanted to touch on it this week. Yeah, man. Um, so if it, you know, things are starting to get back to some semblance of normalcy. I think people are starting to maybe go to work a little bit and things like yeah. that. But there's some people still got some off time and are still you know looking for things to do. Also, I would recommend watching Unsolved Mysteries before going out and smoking hookah or going to a bar and fucking yeah. getting drunk right now um sharing shots or something. Say stay home and watch Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. Great episode, the first episode. And apparently the other episodes are very really, really good as well. I used to love Unsolved Mysteries and now yeah. I'm back with a vengeance. Um so that's what we recommend. Stay inside, watch Unsolved Mysteries and you know, don't don't share weed. Don't sh- don't share it's blunts. Gross. Don't share don't share anything. Don't share anything. Get
3: put your mouth on. No, yeah. that's gross. gross,
2: man. How much people spit <laughs> when they touch those things with their
0: lips. Yeah.
2: Ugh Anyway, I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner and true crime, Francel so Evans. And we'll see you guys next week. Deuces.